internet welcome back to episode four is this episode four some i don't, I don't even know what we call it's it either now. three or four we've recorded we've actually recorded two interim episodes that have not been posted yet no um and we'll yeah. get around to that at some yeah, point. yeah we'll get around to it but uh we had to take a week off because i am i'm dealing with some personal stuff right now and i'm not really going to get into but we're back for e3 baby yeah it's exciting and, uh, there's a the, I, for for there being a canceled show this year they've really brought some heat so far yeah man i was really worried about it i was really worried about it but i was still hopeful and the hope came through and to celebrate i am drinking something special tonight uh-oh what is that it's a gas station wine cooler called Buzzball. Buzzball. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we talked about this at, at my company the other day. It's Dude, so real I've funny. never, never had one of these, but I saw it and I was like, that looks like a little drunk hand grenade. I'm going to drink that. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see. Let's see. It's, it's a chalk. I got the Choco Chiller. It's an orange wine with cream and natural flavors. I love when they put natural flavors on stuff. It's like, what, mm, what does that mean? You know, like, that actually is not bad. It kind of tastes like a white Russian. A wine cooler that tastes like a white Russian? Yeah. That I'm tastes not like sure a white that Russian. That's, I don't know that that's what you want to. Mm. Yeah, that's a white Russian. Okay. okay. <laughs> as long as it tastes good. That's what or like some kind, of Kahlua, some kind of Kahlua beverage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, drink. man. Something that you tried the other night that we um, mm. have been trying to feature on the show, but haven't because of various things. And, uh, you actually tried this at the house with me when you came up. Uh, Which one was it? The Hazy Cakes, the strawberry uh, milk. T- uh, it's a strawberry Hazy Cakes IPA from New Serum. It is oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. local strawberries and lactose beer. It's a milkshake IPA. Yep. Okay. It is delicious. Yeah, that one is really tasty. Mm. Well, cheers to E3, buddy. Cheers. And it's been a good one. We have... Uh, we haven't really quite figured out how to work uh, the OBS magic to be able to re- react to stuff live. We're kind of still learning that stuff. Um, so we did watch the E3 stuff live together, but we didn't record anything for it. So this is going to be kind of our, you know, wrap up type thing of that. Uh, yeah, but we got a lot to talk about, man. We do. We do. Let's, let's get right into it. I'm going to talk about the most exciting thing, I think. Okay. Just kidding. It's not really the most exciting, but I just wanted to bring it up. Power World. <laughs> yeah, this is a let's, game that I saw. Let's start on, with that. <laughs> I saw this on Twitter, and somebody was like, "This trailer isn't real," and I watched it. It was clearly real because the game looks like nice, like it's not a cheap looking game. Um, and then I asked you if you had seen it because I know you're big into Pokemon, and it's kind of like a Pokemon meets Fortnite thing. Dude, it's a sadist Pokemon. <laughs> it's uh, sadist it's, Pokemon. It's amazing because the. You know, all the all the little pokey creatures are definitely like cutesy and whatnot. And then half of the trailer, it starts off very like uh, you know, calm and collected, and you're running around with the little critters, and there's like a hint of something weird kind of at the beginning. There's like a guy on a glider and then he pulls out a machine gun and you're like, Okay, that didn't fit with the rest of this. And for like half of it, they're just, you know, you're just hanging out with the little pokey creatures and they're doing their little cutesy things. And then they all start to get murdered in various different ways. Yeah, uh, dude, listen, you can, all right, so I'm looking at this article on Kotaku entitled Pokemon Cuteness Meets Brutal Survival in Pal World, <laughs> and uh, it's it's a multiplayer survival-style shooter. Um, with farming. 
Yeah. So, so you like can base building or something. I think you're like yeah. building stuff. Dude, you can basically enslave Pokemon. Like this is like realistic Pokemon because if if Pokemon were real, let's let's be honest, they would be yeah, our slaves. I was gonna say, but Pokemon like, is knowing humanity, already, I think so. that uh, we would use them for as workhorses, which uh, <laughs> they're it's, doing. In Pokemon games, they're they're kind of like slaves already, right? So yeah, kind of. They're not too far. I mean, if you like, think you about can... the 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 more the morality of Pokemon, you you don't get very far very quickly because you. Have but to they stop. are they are just so like disposable in this game like you can use them as like the the best part was the part where it's basically a a, a mareep i think is the name of it um the guy's holding up a mareep that's just crying as he's using it for cover shot by a machine gun a, 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 a body shield against this machine gun that, that another person is firing at him yeah it, it's so, amazing because the like they focus they they linger on the the fact that you can see pain in this creature's face like yeah it's like crying got like anime tears coming out of his face and um, then there's various like there's a part where like the the cow equivalent gets like blown up by some kind of grenade or something like that um and yeah. then there's <laughs> i mean it's just it's not it's weird it's dark dude it's dark it says all right so again this is an article on uh polygon by michael mcwerder um but it says this is a game where players explore, craft, build, and wage war, blah, blah, blah. You can enlist pals to do construction, ride across them on vast terrain, and even use them as mobile cover in gunfights. It gets darker. Players can also exploit their pals for labor, putting them to work in the fields, grinding grain, and, of course, mass manufacturing assault rifles. You can yeah. even hunt your pals for food. I mean... <laughs> that's listen it's a it's a tough world out there you know it's you, a pal it's, world it's, it's a pal eat pal world out apparently there apparently pal world is fucking rough <laughs> you gotta use <laughs> houses food and forced labor you know it's not easy out there dude i'm i'm gonna play that i can't wait to play that i don't know i don't know that, when it comes out that has the look of a free-to-play game to me and i hope that it is oh it's due out in 2022 yeah i would um, i would feel like they would monetize like buying like new pokemon or like buying I don't know, but dude, they didn't even try to like pretend that they weren't ripping off Pokemon completely. Like every single creature in that looked exactly like a Pokemon. Like like a like you could point to that and be like, oh, that's a Gyarados, or oh, that's a Mareep, or oh, that's a I mean, Pikachu. It isn't isn't I, Digimon is literally the exact same thing, right? Like, and they've mm -hmm. never really tried to hide that, so it's still going no. strong. No, no, no. Uh oh, God, here we go. No, 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 no. Oh, Digimon, are, Digimon are way different. They, oh, they all they? have like, yeah, they, they're uh, completely uh -huh. different types of creatures. They don't really look the same. They don't act the same. Well, I guess these don't really act the same, but like the, no, the I, Gyarados, I just mean like the, the concept, right? Like the not not a yeah. one to one the creatures the way that this is, but like the concept of digital monsters as opposed to pocket monsters. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about Digimon. I know even less about Digimon than Pokemon, which is saying a lot. Yeah, but. I don't know much about Digimon at all. I watched a few episodes and I couldn't get into it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I tried. You know, I got to give anything with Mon in it the old college try. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So Pal World. That, that, that was that's kind of like a three E three surprise. Um, yeah, yeah. That wasn't really part of the thing. I just wanted to bring that up first because I just thought it was hilarious, and I can't wait to try it um but you know like i think well let's start with like what do you think has been the best conference so far we've had ubisoft we've had microsoft and bethesda we've had square enix we've had devolver digital 
Um, sure, there's smaller ones. I, I saw one a second ago that was playing on the GameStop stream that was like the future of video games, and it did, it wasn't like any particular company. I think it was a bunch of indie stuff, but mm. I didn't actually look at that, so I don't really know. I saw like a brief, brief teaser of something that looked really bad, like a phone game, and I was like, mm -mm, I'm not gonna watch this. But yeah, I think those are the main. I think ones. those are the only four that I've seen so far. Yeah, th those are definitely the biggest ones that have happened so far. Um, so let's rank them. Let's rank them from worst to best. What do you think worst, has been the worst, worst, uh, worst by one so far, far? And it's not even, I, I know a lot of people weren't fans of the Square Enix one, um, but that was, from what I watched of that, it was it was okay. They, they, they told you exactly what it was going to be. Although that had, I'll say the, the most heartbreaking one is the Square Enix one, but by far the worst one was the Ubisoft 4 one that I, I've never seen any conference at an E3. As, like, I'll take the, like, at least Ubisoft, usually they go like out of their way to be weird and like, you know they'll have like dancing pandas and they brought a car in one year for the crew to like Dude, the dancing animals was always great yeah they had, like they, they had this weird energy right and they usually have like an aisha taylor or someone like that to kind of bring they had mr caffeine that one year which was awful but awful in a very entertaining way mm -hmm. uh, but this year it was just flat and kind of boring and like they had the two announcers at the beginning that were like leading the stream and they were fine but they you know it wasn't like they were in like a whitewashed room. Yeah, like, it, was, it was just weird. Boring. Like, yeah, kind of, again, flat. It's like, like they were like trying it, to do a Nintendo Direct type deal that just didn't, didn't pop like a Nintendo the, Direct. The fun of a Nintendo Direct. And yeah. then they would go to like various, they would show a game and then they would basically bring on a bunch of talking heads to talk about the game that they just showed. Mm -hmm. And they did a really deep dive into... Well, we'll get into the games later, but they did a deep dive into like Rainbow Six and like this other stuff. And you would think that'd be really exciting, but the whole thing, not first of all, it ran poorly. Like the the frame rate on the game. I don't know if that was just the so we watched it on the GameStop GameSpot YouTube uh stream. Right. Um, I don't know if that was GameSpot or if that was then Ubisoft. We the, the Microsoft one on the same thing and it it ran fine. So yeah, I, I don't know what the heck it ran, but like and, and also we should point out that um the talking heads and everything they ran fine oh. but then when it showed gameplay footage every single gameplay footage we looked at we were like why is this running at like 25 frames a second it was all stuttery and weird um and they were having i will say they were like ubisoft was definitely having technical problems on their end because the, the stream stopped like two or three times and like had to restart um yeah. but other than that i mean like even barring if there were no technical difficulties or anything it just was it flat and they like i said they would go into like they would kind of do like a deep dive but in the most boring way possible just having these people talk about it which contrasted against the forza thing later on in the microsoft conference which was kind of the same thing except it was a deep dive but dude it was so good instead of like making it like oh we're gonna i'm gonna you're gonna sit here and film me talk about this thing and then we're barely gonna show any gameplay they just had the people play the game and then talk over it and I think that worked way, way, way better than anything in the Ubisoft thing. So that, to me, the Ubisoft conference was by far the worst. Uh, it's not yeah, yeah. Um, um, so do you want to kind of go into like some of the stuff they showed and then kind of go from there? Like yeah, we'll, kind we'll, of rank we'll them from rank worst them. to best. Yeah, yeah we'll, we're, again, hey guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but we fly by the seat of our pants here. Um, so yeah, let's, let's talk about the games that Ubisoft showed. Okay, so they started with a really, really deep dive into Rainbow Six Extraction. Mm -hmm. New Rainbow Six, which was previously titled uh, Quarantine, and they changed that for obvious, obvious fucking reasons. Um, they should have dude. Have some balls. I, I was really kind of <laughs> interested in this game, you know, at first, and uh, mm -hmm. the longer it went on, the less interested I got. Yeah. Um, some of the gameplay looked pretty smooth and whatnot. Now I should preface: I'm not a big like Rainbow Siege um, 
remember six siege person so maybe i'm just not that they that... took a bunch of elements from siege and put it into this oh, game yeah, which i think like... is smart because like siege is huge like yeah, obviously yeah. me and you don't play it but uh i i, I like what they're doing with siege and For i sure. like yeah. those concepts that they brought into this like the destructible walls and the fortification of the doorways and the bombs and all that stuff like that oh, yeah. that's cool stuff like some of the some of the gadgets and stuff were really neat too yeah, but I, think... I don't know anything really I, like i'll be completely honest i'm not a huge tom clancy in general game person um, i splinter cell that's about it from that universe and i, and... I like the the grawl games you remember ghost recon advanced warfighter on the 360 those games were awesome but nope didn't have a 360 hmm. um, super cool uh, they were like tactical very similar to like republic commando if you ever played that star wars game mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. but yeah, this just didn't, so it, it's kind of like a co-op. Buzzball! <laughs> Sorry. Buzzball! This thing's fun, dude. Look at this little... I think the buzzball's already here. I'm, I think I need to keep this and make a Christmas ornament out of it. That'd be something you could do to mm -hmm. let people know exactly where you stand when they walk into your house for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait. <laughs> I should just get like 40 of these and that have yeah, a buzzball Christmas tree. Although if you put like little lights in them, like uh, Christmas lights, and that was like all the lights and they were like filtered through a bunch of buzzballs. I'd be a Pinterest be star. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> um, uh, so Rainbow Six or uh, Extraction, I, I did not find it very interesting. It's definitely not something that's going to be one of the games I'm looking forward to. I hope that people who like that kind of game, like I'm, I'm definitely more of a left for dead guy when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, and this is definitely, uh, there are a ton of co-op shooters coming out right now from what we've seen so far at E3. I can think of three. I'm excited for that, man. Major ones. Oh yeah, me too. I, that's, that's great. Um, but I can think of three major ones like right off the top of my head right now. Uh, and this to me out of the three that I'm thinking of is by far the least interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. One thing I, being that I don't know a whole lot about the, the Tom Clancy game series uh, mm -hmm. at all, what I'm judging it on is basically uh, fidelity and mm -hmm. how it looks. And, you know, some of the stuff looked kind of cool. Like the, I like the black goo that you got to shoot to like not be slowed down from, yeah. but the, the textures themselves and the walls and the enemies and they were all just like the enemies were one note like it was just one note for every they were like the gray and they had glowy bits on them yeah great glowy bits yeah, yeah. that's that's all that, that's all you need just kidding you need more than that that's why i didn't think it was great uh and like the like everything from like the desks uh in the rooms to like the the walls and the the paint nothing really popped like yeah, it, it all kind of stood flat to me it's kind of generic looking i think especially like generic sci-fi shooter type thing mm -hmm. um, yeah especially you gotta have something to make it stand out like there's there's nothing there that makes it stand out amongst the whole gamut of crazy sci-fi games that are out there. yeah especially when you see some of that later stuff like uh, atomic heart and some of the other games that were just the fidelity alone on those games uh, uh blow that one out of the water and it, it just it kind of just looked like I mean, the game, it's a game that's been in development forever, and it's probably running on this, the Rainbow Six uh, Siege engine, which is an old engine at this point. Um, that's not an excuse or anything. I just think that's maybe you why. I think it is? It might be. It might I, be. I think it has to be. It, there's so many, like you said, there's a lot of elements from Siege they're taking in, like the, the blowing through the wall they did in that one part. Like, that's definitely from Siege. That was, like, one of the biggest parts of siege when i remember when they when they announced that and that doorway fortification was literally the exact, yeah, the same, exact same thing doorway fortification from siege and all I'm, right so I'm, yeah, yeah i just yeah I, I think that that's 
again, that, that kind of set the tone for the rest of the conference, which was mild, uh, bland, uninteresting yeah. from me until we got to Riders, Riders Republic. Riders Republic, that man. That game looks fucking awesome. Dude, so I am cool. a steep. I, I, I bought steep day one. I, I loved steep. Um, I, I haven't played it in a while, but I know they've, they've been keeping it updated. Yeah, it's good. But, dude, this looks like what I always wanted steep to be. It like, looks like a goofier, more colorful version of steep. Like, like steep yeah. was like, steep, steep was the Wii U, and this is the Switch. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's like the trial sure. run, and then they got it right this time. Hopefully, they got it right. We haven't played it yet, but hopefully, yeah. they got it right. It looks dope, though, man. I, I love how many people, I hope that the servers can can actually hold that many people, and also that that many people go into the servers, and it's not a dead game. Yeah. Because that was a problem with steep, was... I went in to play steep and I felt like I was the only person playing steep. Well, they gave, <laughs> they gave steep away on, on PlayStation plus at one point. I think that probably really helped its life, but yeah. I, and I, the thing with all of these, and I remember Ubisoft did this with the division one, you know, back when it was like a, it was like a PS4. It was like the first next gen game that I remember seeing at E3, like two years before it actually came out. Cause it didn't come out at launch. Um, and it looks so good. And they had all this like stuff about people being, you know, it was all players, like it kind of like they did here where like everybody you passed was like a player and the division wasn't really, the, it didn't end up like that quite like some of the parts you went to, like when you went to your base and stuff, you would see a bunch of other players, but it's not like you were out in the world roaming it and you'd come across like bands of other players. And if you did, you were in the dark zone and they were trying to shoot you. So it's not quite the same, <laughs> you know, thing, but yeah. this looks like they're, what it reminded me of is, you know, when you go in destiny to the like tower and you see all mm -hmm. the players running around. That's what this looked like, except you could like interact with them and hopefully like see them out in the actual game. Yeah, mode. go race with them, go do trick attack or whatever. Um, there was a lot of really cool stuff going on there. And um, one like they they went over a few game modes, and um, mm -hmm. I think the, you kind of had differing ideas about it. Like they had one that looked just like graffiti from Tony Hawk. Um, yeah, which reminded me more of um, Jet Jet Set Radio. Yeah, uh, I, I um but I love graffiti. Like that was, I would love to do graffiti because I could, I don't know if it's going to be anything like, like it in this, but like in graffiti in Tony Hawk, you like can start a trick on one ramp manual out of it. Keep your trick going, take it over to another ramp and then like do like one trick uh, chain that, that actually touches like five different elements of the, right. of the course yeah. and then have all five of those boom, 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 like change colors for you right then. Yeah. Um, and that's just a really fun, fun thing about graffiti. And then it's also just super, super competitive. And um, yeah, I think, I think what, like a gives, fun thing. what gives me pause about that part is not so, I, I like what you're talking about. Like when you do all the tricks, then you land them and it goes pop, 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 and everything pops. I like that. What I don't like is like five seconds after you leave that, and then some other guy comes up and does the exact same thing. And you're like, fuck, I just spent all that time doing that. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I get, oh, like I really, love that. I get, I really, love that. Uh, annoyed by that kind of thing because i want to just do it and then get the points and like move on but i can see people who like that type of mode really really digging this it's, yeah, it's probably not for I, me that'll probably not be one of my modes but <laughs> i i think I, i'll probably have some fun with that and then also my favorite part of that was the uh was the mountain biking the first person with yeah, the, the first, first person, person camera looks in, impossible to control like i, I don't know how they, <laughs> it's kind of like when you drive a car in grand theft auto like you want to play it in first person but you all, all i always switch to third person I, I was can't. getting vertigo just watching it and all i could think was man i wish i could play this in vr mm -hmm. <laughs> that would be insane i'd probably puke everywhere yeah. actually 
No, I take that back because I played uh uh Trackmania. Trackmania, yeah. I played Trackmania Turbo in VR and um that was vomit inducing a little bit, but it was also a ton of fun. It was vomit inducing. (laughs) Uh, That game looks awesome. I'm really stoked for that game. I I didn't I don't really like a lot of sports games or like you know, like uh that kind of game. I used to when I was younger, like love Tony Hawk, love SSX, but this game seems to be bringing, I think a lot of, now that we've gotten like higher fidelity machines, a lot of the fun of sports games, we kind of, we're kind of losing or we kind of lost that, you know, there's no. Cause they're trying to take them all more realistic. Right, exactly. And like, so NFL blitz, no NBA jam, you know, the, the, the most that we, and even like our skateboarding games, like became skate, which is fine in its own way, but it's not like Tony Hawk, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like yeah. a arcade game. Um, I kind of feel like the Tony Hawk uh, one and two remake might have been a proof of might have been a proof of concept for them and i'm hoping that they'll uh do some more with that and bring it into like the modern era and this seems like it's going to follow in that mode of like we don't really care if this is realistic like the paragliding was like literally they had jets on them like full-on jetpacks (laughs) this looked awesome and stupid and great like those are real tech people have those but they have paraglider do they all have jets on dude no they they're if you go on youtube and look for like jetpack guy or something like there's videos of a dude flying with one of those things across not flying exactly. across the ocean going yeah, like fucking like hundreds of miles doing that in the mountains like fucking no. going through, like you know fucking that i, I bet, mean i know dude. what you're talking about but that's a little different than these it guys are just... full-on paragliding with they're, they're basically the rocketeer which is awesome <laughs> I, I want that but it looks awesome it i also look. love the uh the dude they're like make sure you have a good rig or whatever. And then it's like a guy with like a rickety oh, bike, a rickety with like bike all like with the, all the, the bag with all the junk stuff all over it. it. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that looks like it's going to be a wacky good time. Um, um, so that was pretty much everything that I can. There was the the pretty funky song from the new Just Dance after that. And that's basically oh, yeah. all that I can remember fun. from the entire conference. I don't remember anything else that they did yeah oh no 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 mario rabbits dude oh mario, yeah okay yes that, uh, was, that was good yeah that was awesome uh, yeah, but then they I'm did the thing so they showed that. it and then they had the guy come on and talk about it and basically ruined all of the energy that was <laughs> from it like because the trailer was really really good and then this guy starts talking about it and it's just this slow like plotting interview and it, it just like did not do the game any justice and and i i think that was the the whole conference as a whole would like be something cool and then they would like just suck all the energy out of the room. Um, yeah, yeah. But the game itself looks awesome. It looks really good. Yeah, um, I really like uh, Kingdom Battle, yeah. but this this looks like it's. Um, I one thing I really liked about Kingdom Battle is that it was all all the enemies were based on Mario enemies. Um, and in this one, they, they bring in like, a, you're going to the outer reaches of the galaxy, and there's like all these new enemy classes that don't look like they're tied to. Mario. Mario or Rabbids that they're just kind of their own more, new thing. Uh, Mario Galaxy esque. You pointed out that yeah, the, yeah, you got the Lumas. That the, the Lumas are like the they're called the it's called Spark of Hope. Yeah, and um, the Sparks are basically the Lumas and the Rabbids uh, got merged and created the Sparks. And I guess it's all about them. Um, but yeah, as soon as I saw the little Luma laying out, I was like, oh Luma, they're going to Mario Galaxy. Oh my god! And they 100 percent did. Yeah, so I'm I'm very excited for that game. the The way you move around um, in battle is different. Like in in uh, in Kingdom Battle, it's a it's a grid based system. Yeah, um, very XCOM ish. 
And in this one, it looks like it's just a circle, a cir- like a radius around you that you can go anywhere in. So I think that might make for some interesting gameplay. I, I wonder um, if, if it's like that when you're doing like the movement, like moment to moment movement, and then it maybe goes to a more grid based or more locked in. System. No, that's not that's not moment to moment. Moment to moment was the stuff where they were running through and you got like the little thing that you're following around. It's like a little it looks like a Roomba. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's what you're controlling. And then the Mario and everybody else just follows that thing. Oh, OK. Right. yeah it's so it's the, a we- the way the movement in that game is weird and it's gonna stay weird which i'm i'm excited for <laughs> yeah the game was, it was cool it was a good way to end the show too i think because it, it definitely brought a little bit of that energy back and like i said they completely sucked it out five minutes later when they had the guy talk about it but it it, just, <laughs> it like the know. best ubisoft thing was the nintendo thing <laughs> yeah of course actually the best thing was the Riders republic and then it was yeah 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 um uh, but that was that was the ubi conference and that was you know not very good um yeah especially because uh, they didn't announce anything new i guess the the mario thing was kind of new but all i think every literally every other game was already known so that's like one game out of like 17 that they showed that yeah that yeah was, they didn't show anything new hardly um, cell, that was a note that n- there's nothing about like uh assassin's creed or anything like that i mean there was stuff about dlc but nothing new i want i was hoping for rayman dude rayman yeah <laughs> I was really hoping for Rayman. None of their like deep franchises. They seem to, you know, good on them for doing new stuff. But like, where's that? Um, where's that Skull and Crossbones game? Where's, the, you know, where's the? Yeah. Where's that other the pirate game? Um, that they haven't talked. Where's Michael and Sells game? You know, Wild. Where's the um, the other one? Beyond Good and Evil Two. They didn't talk about any of that stuff. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So, yeah, I think that's good for Ubi. They don't deserve a whole lot more than that just kidding we love you ubisoft um number three on the list of conferences well before we go before we go to number three i want to talk about one thing that was actually not in a conference it was actually at games fest uh summer game fest was oh the, yeah uh the death stranding this, this would have been my number one trailer of the show so far if it were part of e3 <laughs> would it really only only, only because it it, it like if you were to, so I was death, watching this stuff. That would really, be your, the Death Stranding director's cut. That would be your number one trailer so only far. Only because it trolled the shit out of everybody. You're, so I was wait, watching this oh, in real on. time. And um, I was, I muted you. What'd you say? I said only be, <laughs> only because it trolled the shit out of everybody. Like, oh, it was it, such a troll, dude. It's Kojima I, just doing his thing. Well, I was watching in real time and like I saw Dan Riker tweet. He was like, are they, are they doing a new Metal Gear thing? Are they, cause it starts out, you know, where, cause it shows Kojima come on, box. and then you see, well, you see the, it goes into like a, like a military looking facility and it swooped the camera. It looked very Metal Gear. All these like soldiers. And it looks just like the part in Metal Gear 2 when you're like, you know, about to storm and fight a Metal Gear Rex. And so it's clearly Kojima is like aping that. And there's no, there's not really any, cause there's not a lot of inside areas in Death Stranding. So he's not really, you know if he's teasing something like that then it, it made it look more like a metal gear game than anything else and then of course oh, yeah. it pulls back and it's it's norman reedus and norman like, reedus baby so first thought was like oh they're gonna do a metal gear you know fucking death stranding crossover like that would be dope but you know that also wasn't it so then they go to a cardboard box which is like maybe the most iconic part of metal gear uh, and it says fragile on it which is a character from metal gear 5 and then <laughs> Dude, this was the best part. The best part. This dumps he, out. He opens it and dumps it. And it's oranges, which I don't it's know what oranges. that means. It's oranges. 
and I'm sitting there. I don't know hard. Like I don't know enough about Metal Gear. I don't know enough about this. I know a lot about Metal Gear. I can't think of any connections. And I was just thinking, like I'm sitting there, and I'm like, dude, what the what the hell do these this, these mean something? And you know what? The funniest thing is, he's trolling so hard that he knows that everyone's going to be like, what do the oranges mean? Oh, yeah. What are the oranges? And they don't mean shit. No, they, they don't, don't mean, mean anything. No, not a damn thing. And then Norman Reedus, Kojima. who doesn't speak in this whole trailer, we should say. So they clearly, they still have oh, yeah. his face, but they, they didn't, just have, face <laughs> they didn't bring him in. They didn't bring him back <laughs> in for any new voice lines or anything. Um, no. Norman Reedus jumps in the box, and you think something's going to no, happen. No, he doesn't put, no, and, and he doesn't metal gear it. He doesn't put no, it on top of himself. It yeah, he sets it on the ground and steps inside As if of he it. he doesn't know what to do with it like, like Snake does, which is yeah. pretty funny, too. Um, and then... Instead of anything happening, you think like maybe he's going to like sip himself up in it and someone's going to come pick it up or something like that. But no, he kind of looks around and then he jumps back out of it and puts it back on the shelf, sands Le- the oranges. Leaving, this, leaving the oranges scattered on the ground and then just walks and then it, away. And then, and then jump cut or a uh, jump cut, Death Stranding director's cut. It's like, dude, what, what, if, it's just, what if it's just Death Stranding? And that scene is in it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Be- the whole game, like that's the only addition is just oh, Norman Reedus pouring out a box of oranges and stepping into it. I wouldn't be surprised. I would so, not be surprised. So what it, what it, what we know that it is is the, it's the PS5 version of that game. But they didn't yes. they didn't give a release date, and they did not uh, say if it's going to be a free upgrade for people who already own Death Stranding. I imagine since they're putting director's cut on it and it's Sony and they seem to keep making the worst decisions possible. Every time they make a decision these days, uh, I'm assuming they're going to charge you full price for that. Uh, but we'll see. Oh, they will. I, I hope they, they don't. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I was a bigger fan of death stranding than I think a lot of my friend group was. And I know a lot of people on the internet really love it, but I was excited for death stranding until I found out what death stranding really was. And then I didn't buy it. <laughs> I almost, I, I almost bought the, uh, the, the collector's edition for the baby in the jar. Um, but I didn't after I found out what the game was. <laughs> the game is, is actually more fun than I think uh, people give it credit for. When you just say it's like a walking thing, that it's, there's a lot more to it than that. But I can see why people didn't like it, um, especially yeah. with all the nonsense story shit that's in there. Uh, it's no Metal Gear, I'll say that. But it is, I think, for what it, it is and what it's trying to do, it's a very, very good game. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I think it's a hard ask to ask people who ponied up 60 bucks for it already to, to come back and pony up 60 more just for scenes involving corporal boxes and oranges um <laughs> that goes but god that game dude i love hideo kojima so much i did too god he's so good um he's just such a character like uh, yeah we need we need more of that in games we need more of his like auteur fucking crazy ass mindset but yeah. games are so collaborative like you know it, it, it's hard to have like that kind of figurehead uh, and yeah he's really the only one out there i mean there's Maybe Jade Raymond and and some. What about Corey Corey Barlog with Corey God Barlog? But even even still, he's not quite like. He's not as crazy. When, when you think of <laughs> yeah. when you think of God of War, you don't necessarily think of Corey Barlog. But when you think of Metal Gear or Death Stranding, you 100% can't separate those things. Video. Yeah, he's the only video game creator that I think of in the same terms of like your Martin Scorsese or you know some Steven Spielberg, somebody whose films you watch and you're like, this is identifiably a Steven Spielberg film or a or Miyamoto. I kind of think Miyamoto that way. Yeah, but he doesn't really make games anymore. So 
Yeah, but his property still is that's yeah. a Miyamoto property. When you when you play it, I think his Miyamoto's thing is like basically all of Nintendo first party at this point, where like there's a certain quality you know you're gonna get, um, even if you don't like the game itself that much. Like I don't like Pikmin or or um, Octo Squad. What's the Splatoon? Splatoon, yeah. <laughs> Squad. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that I was able to guess that based on. Yeah. I mean, it's a Nintendo property involving. I was thinking Squid, Octo Squid. Okay, whatever. Uh, Octo Squad. Path Traveler, Squid Billies. Squid Billies. I, I, I would play Octopath. Octodad. Octodad. I would play Octopath Squid Billies if they turned that into a property. It's like Octopath Traveler. Oh my god. With Squid Billy characters. Yes. <laughs> play that. Yes. Get on it, Square. Mm. <laughs> um. Right. So hey, real quick. Um. Keep talking for a second. I'm gonna go grab another beer. <laughs> okay. Well, this is always fun. Uh, so we got after that. After we had this, that, okay. So we should say that that was part of the Summer Games Fest uh, 2021 um, thing that is separate from E3. It's Jeff Keeley's thing. Um, so it's it's being billed as something completely separate from actual E3. Uh huh. Uh-huh, I don't know uh-huh. uh, how true that is. And I did. I read read something earlier about how both. E3 and Summer Games Fest were trying to lay claim to the Microsoft press conference. <laughs> like they oh, were really? like, no, that's ours. That's part of our show. Um, that's fine. But the, the, so the Death Stranding thing was part of Summer Games Fest because Hideo Kojima and Jeff Keighley are like best friends. Um, and then that I would ended, love to hang out with those two. Oh my God. I'd love to, I'd love to get a beer <laughs> with Hideo. I think Hideo Kojima, if I could understand him, I wouldn't want a translator there, but if I could just like, you know, have like a babblefish thing that like translated what he was saying in real time. I think he would be the most interesting person to like sit down and just talk to like his brain is clearly built differently than a lot of people's. And you I walk would, out of there with your mind blown. Yeah. I, I think he would be <laughs> the best fun person to talk to. Um, but then the summer games fest, the day one thing that they had, it ended with arguably maybe the biggest thing of E3 so far, even, even part, even, you know, after the Microsoft thing, we have a lot of stuff. Wait, bigger than power world. <laughs> Somehow bigger than power world. <laughs> Uh, and that was the Elden Ring trailer, uh, which was yeah. already announced. We knew what it was uh, from Software's new game in conjunction with George R. R. Martin. Um, we knew what it was. We, we knew that it was going to be here. We didn't know if we would get a lot of information or gameplay or a release date. And we got all of it. We got a lot of information about it. We got gameplay and we got a release date. It's January 11th, 2022, I think. Um, I think you're right. And it looks like Dark Souls if you put Dark Souls in a ginormous open world with a horse. A horse that can scale cliffs and teleport to you. And, well, it looks like he summons it like a... Yeah, he summons it like a ghost kind of thing. Like a, yeah, like a, um, like your Destiny, <laughs> like speeder bike thing. Basically, it's, yeah. It looks yeah. just like that. You summon it the same way. Um, and it looks like there'll be some combat implications for that stuff. But, I mean, the game looks very, very Dark Souls. Like to the point where I, I I talked to Sean and he seemed a little disappointed that it wasn't more than just Dark Souls, but I think there's some you know merit to like having that formula and taking it to like a bigger, more open setting because Dark Souls is very oppressive. Uh, the atmosphere is which I love about it, but it's very like you know dangerous feeling, right? You can't really just run around in there and and have like a a big open world fun time, and it looks like this might be more of a like traditional like almost op- like bethesda style rpg where you're roaming a mm-hmm. landscape and, and and coming upon things and you're not necessarily doing things in like a set order like you would in a dark souls um 
so that's interesting and the game looks incredible like it looks nuts the enemies look uh <clears throat> very intimidating i am probably like i'm very excited for this game if i had to guess i'm probably gonna buy it day one uh-huh. play it for two days hate it and, yep. and get rid of it but yep. i'm very excited right now yeah <laughs> i think it's gonna be one of those games that uh is divisive i think even from the dark souls because most people generally agree dark souls one is great and bloodborne is great and then people are very split on uh dark souls two and three and uh the Sekiro. demon souls demon souls is kind of a different thing because it was kind of before dark souls had a template for it and it it actually plays super differently than all the dark souls games because you're picking levels and stuff but ever since they came into like the dark souls style they've kind of made very similar games that are all in that pattern and this is going to be i think the first one to really break from it because even even Sekiro you're not like picking up new weapons or anything, but you're still going through an interconnected world uh, and mostly doing it in a fashion that is laid out before you that you can't really deviate from. I mean, you can a little bit, but like it's mostly not linear per se, but like you're, you, you can go to this. It's more like first. a labyrinth. Yeah. And like, can, like a linear labyrinth kind of yeah. thing. You can kind of take different ways to different points, but you're still going to end up at the same point at mostly the same time. Um, yeah. And this game looks like it's going to break from that. Now we could be wrong because even you can say a lot like dark souls is considered open world by a lot of people simply because it is an open world that you can go in any direction in that you want to as long as you can survive uh but i i wonder i this does look way more like traversal based like open world you can actually you know go uh where kind of wherever you want you see that mountain you can go there yeah so <laughs> hey was that part of was that part of game fest that would that ended games fest yeah that or the, the first okay. day one games fest um okay which I get, I, I don't, that's not part of E3. So I, I, I don't think we should put it as like one of our top in our top E3 conference things. Also, that's the only two games that I remember from <laughs> that whole thing. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's really all I, and that's crazy because they went over like 50 games. Yeah. And, they did um, a lot. It was mostly indie games, which I understand. And I'm sure we'll, you know, hear more about that stuff as it gets closer to release date. But it, those things just can't hold when you see like, you know, these big flashy, triple a titles that have these big trailers and stuff it, it's really hard to to compete with that stuff so it is kind of good that they had their own little thing um, yeah but this isn't quite the same uh on the hey, same scale so i i um so i i kind of want to go on to the next uh let's go. let's go next conference and one that we actually didn't this might tell us something we didn't even bring this conference up when we were talking earlier like we did a little pre-show planning just a tiny bit before this um gearbox yeah <laughs> gearbox. They, didn't, they didn't they didn't show anything they, they, they showed, showed tiny, tiny tina, tina which does look kind of cool and it's got a cool they concept, talked about but... they talked with kevin hart <laughs> about, yeah, about the, the borderlands movie and is... uh eli roth which um, i you know that's a good director so that's cool that they brought him in for that um but... yeah there wasn't a lot of game stuff there. And the tiny Tina thing is probably just going to be borderlands with like a different, um, it's going to have our more RPG, uh, more magical RPG elements to it. That would be cool. The thing that I dislike about borderlands three is that it's just the same skill tree that you've been seeing for the past two games. And and I kind of wish they'd go to deep, deeper on the system stuff and, and less on the, like the gun, you know, loot stuff. But I understand that's what that game is. So if Tiny Tina can do that and like bring a little more of the RPG elements into it, I think that's super exciting. And you get to create your own character, which I think is very cool. Yeah, they've um, been needing that uh, for a while. Yeah. 
So we'll see. I mean, that, that's kind of interesting, but I didn't even, I, that wasn't even really a conference, like one game and the movie and then like updates on Borderlands 3 DLC. Like that's not a, that wasn't real. Yeah. Um, and they talked about it a couple other games, but honestly, I don't even remember what they were. So Homeland 3 got announced or Homeworld 3, which looks great if you're a PC player, but you, you might not even know what that is. Um, I don't. It's an RTS, <laughs> like 3D. It was the first 3D RTS ever made. Oh, there's another, there's another RTS that I forgot to put into the, uh, <clears throat> lineup here uh in the microsoft conference which i dude oh i'm excited to get to the oh, microsoft yeah, conference cool. um but you're <clears throat> then we've got so that was gearbox and then number three on our top four list of conferences <laughs> would be the square enix conference um yep which i'm gonna have to defer to you on that one because i actually didn't even watch it because i was busy playing mass effect <laughs> So we went to um, we we watched the the Microsoft thing, and then I kind of like was just glancing in on the Square Enix thing, but ended up watching all the trailers later. And they started with the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, which is by Us right. Montreal. It's the guys who did made um, I think it's the guys who made Deus Ex, which is one of my favorite franchises ever, and that seems to be dead. So now they're making this, um, and it, it looks cool. It's a single player. They, they clearly learn their lessons from the Avengers. They're not making a, you know, multiplayer live game um, like they tried with with the Avengers. Uh, it looks cool. Uh, I think you can only play as Star-Lord, which is weird. That that was the vibe. All right, so I watched, I think it was like a three-minute trailer, and I watched about two minutes of it while I was playing Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. And all I saw, like, it it looked like you were just playing a Star-Lord, and then at, at one point in the trailer, it actually text popped up on the screen that said, play as Star-Lord. So that makes me think that, yeah, you're only going to be playing a Star-Lord, Maybe unless I'm wrong. Unless it, this could be like uh, in how Spider-Man 1 was just Spider-Man, and then Miles Morales was like a separate thing, and then if they do a sequel they can maybe bring in more characters that you switch between, which I think is like the plan for the next Spider-Man game. So they could, they could do that, you know, like start off, get the one gameplay on the right. Cause if you think about it, that's one of the reasons why the Avengers didn't do as well, I think is because it's, it's, I remember somebody compared, they were like, imagine if you were doing God of War and instead of just getting Kratos to feel great, you had to get four or six other characters. Yeah, with completely different good. ability sets. Right, with a different traversal, different everything. Uh, so I think focusing on just the one person and getting his abilities and his style right is probably the right move, especially in the wake of the Avengers. Yeah. I, I think I think if you're gonna if you're gonna have a game that, that goes with like that many characters, it's very hard to make it uh detail oriented and kind of focus on what makes everybody tick right um that's why uh games like uh jesus what what's the one i'm thinking of the avengers game um not not the not the bad one but uh oh the uh the the one they the marvel ultimate alliance yeah ultimate alliance that's the one uh uh, the ultimate alliance games are great and you play as a million different characters but but basically play the same way yeah, it's like you've got like four different types of characters and they have very similar skill sets. And are great, man. Mm-hmm. I, and even the third one, which a lot of people weren't as hot on, I thought was really great. Like uh, I enjoyed it. I, I was I was kind of disappointed that we couldn't like I couldn't progress my characters in your game and vice versa. Yeah, I, I hate when they that sucks. That's really uh, and like I remember the day that game came out, we both bought it yeah. and we were like about to play it. And then and then we got together and it was like, wait a minute. 
I'm I can't like a side character in someone else's story. I can't even play. Yeah, I don't want to do that, man. And and you get to pick one. The the person that comes into the other person's game gets to pick one character from the other person's lineup and only play that character. They can't switch swap characters around like the yeah. main player. And that is like that's the whole fun aspect of that game is being able to swap characters when you want to, like playing as Deadpool and then turn around and playing as Hulk. Yeah, like or or anybody like having two different completely completely different characters to jump into and um to yeah. have one player be able to jump to three different characters and one one other guy okay, like i'm gonna be i'm not gonna get any progress and i'm only gonna play as one character it would suck so me and you both i was like you can come play in my game and you're like no nah, you can come play in my game and i was yeah. like guess we're not playing this together <laughs> well, that's, that's, i remember when fable 2 did the exact same thing they were like it's going to be multiplayer and i was like cool i'll bring my game into or my character into sean's game and we'll just like do all these quests together and stuff but it's no you you play as like a generic like side character you, you you don't even you're not even your own character in that game and it was so disappointing like yeah i don't understand why i i, I, I don't understand because i don't know anything about how games are made or anything so i'm sure there's a reason why they do this kind of thing but like if it were up to me and you could just do it like let someone bring in their progress to the to the game i like that's one thing borderlands 3 was so so good at was letting you bring in your character the progress and the characters yeah like, like you could be in the middle of a different side quest and if you complete it far enough when you pick that side quest up it'll be in that exact position which mm -hmm. is insane to me that they were able to pull that off and all these other games can't get it right. Or if you're but, doing it in someone else's game, you get the credit for it in your game and you get the, the loot for it and all that. And um, it's it's just an amazing progress system that they have. That we, We've actually talked about that before. I think more, more games that are online multiplayer, story-driven RPGs yes. need to have that type of thing into it or else people just aren't going to play together especially which, the character progression and stuff like that. exactly like that's exactly what happened in black order like i would have loved to play with you but yeah i'm not going to waste my time in your game right exactly. <laughs> when i can't do it in mine um so then they followed that up with the announcement that final fantasies one through six if you can't tell i'm a huge final fantasy fan um final yeah, fantasy you, one through six uh, that glare wasn't there that's a dope poster yeah, but so cool uh yeah the the Final Fantasy 1 through 6 remakes are coming, or not remakes, re reissues, I guess, because they're, they're the same pixel art games. I think it's even called like the Final Fantasy Pixel Art Collection or something like that, which is a pretty cool name. And it's only coming to Steam and Mobile. That's dumb. That's Why so dumb. The, like, I get maybe not even PS4 and Xbox, but like the Switch, which is literally made for 15 to 20 hour role-playing games like please let me have that on my mm -hmm. switch at all times that i can just take that with me anywhere and play it at all times i imagine this collection will get ported over there eventually i cannot see a world in which this game only comes to me it has platforms. to it absolutely has to i mean the the original final fantasy games were on nes yeah. like why the heck wouldn't you bring every it single to one of these games the same original platform holder that held the game originally every single one of these games in this collection were either on the nes the famicom the SNES or the Super Famicom and it's crazy to me that they couldn't even just get the Switch to be part of that that lineup and like mobile platforms like I don't want to play 20 hour RPGs on my freaking phone it, it's a like, it's 100% because they're thinking about the Japanese yeah, market and the and the Chinese market because in in Japan and China you know I mean the Switch has been successful which yeah, again I don't know why they wouldn't put it on the Switch but consoles haven't really overtaken uh the market like mobile has over there mobile gaming is huge over there and so yeah. like that's gonna 
And I think that the original Final Fantasy games probably sold better in Asia than they did in the U.S. Well, they, um, there's already like ports of these games on, on mobile platform. Yeah. Like I played, I have like one, I think I have one in three on my iPhone as it is. Uh, there's already ports of this. So it's weird that they didn't do the work to go to like, you know. Is it being released as a bundle or are they being released individually? I, I, they didn't say. I, I imagine that they're going to, knowing Square Enix, they're going to be released individually. I can't see them being like all six games for 20 bucks. Like, no, they're going to charge like 20 bucks a piece. Um, oh actually, they, they did they did the same thing with Dragon Quest, which they released on the freaking Switch, one, two, and three. And they were like tiered by like how lengthy and like uh, big they were. So like the first game is like three bucks. The second game is like five bucks. And the last game is like eight bucks, which I thought was a pretty cool. They'll probably do something like that with this. That, that would be smart. And like also put it on the Switch because that's where those games are. And that's great. Um, yeah so that was fun and that was kind of heartbreaking at the same that was super disappointing when i saw that they had those lined up and then they said nope only on steam in which i could play games on my computer but i don't want to play these like big rpgs or even small rpgs i want to play in bed you know with my switch and then mm -hmm. so that was yeah those those pixelated nintendo games there's something special about being able to lay in your bed and play a 8-bit or 16-bit pixel yeah. rpg in the palm of your hand because i remember being a kid where you had to be tethered literally tethered to the tv mm -hmm. to play games like that mm -hmm. and now mm -hmm. like you had your tv in your bedroom anyway so it's kind of like the you know a little bit of that nostalgia is probably leaking in on that as well and i could play games yeah. on my tv in here but it's still it's not the same as like having it right up your face especially yeah, i just want to get cozy you know you, get my hot cocoa like play some like final fantasy in bed the Game Boy Advance and the DS. You know, if I'm Travis, I, maybe I want to um, get a little excited playing some Final Fantasy in my bed. I know where this is going. <laughs> like, I got, I'm like that you brought it to us. Oh, we actually didn't. That, that episode has not been released. Yeah. Unreleased. We talked about who's the hottest video game character. Unreleased and, insider joke. And uh, Travis's. Not, uh, not, uh, not was it Chrono Trigger? Oh, yes, damn it. It was. They need to bring that to the switch too. We talked about it in both of our unreleased episodes, which is really funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then they went to some game called Babylon's Fall, which I don't know anything about. I kind of skipped over that because what I was interested in was the Dark Souls esque Final Fantasy game has been rumored for like a month now. You've been talking about it all day. I haven't even looked at it. <laughs> it's called Final Fantasy. I think it's called Strangers in Paradise, Stranger in Paradise, or something like that. Final Fantasy Origin. Not Origins, because that's a PlayStation game that has Final Fantasy 1 and 2 on it, which I have over here. Um, Final Fantasy Origin, no S, Stranger in Paradise. I think that's the name of it. Um, okay, Final Fantasy uh, 11, Stranger Things, Paradise. Yes, that's you, okay. 11. You got it right. Um, yep. And the game looks bad. Uh, it, it looks... It, it seems that sucks. Really, like the textures look like PS2, PS3 era games. Uh, the the protagonist is this like bald white dude who looks like um, he looks like, like all punch the, man. He looks no, not that kind of bald guy. He, he's like, <laughs> like the shaved military bald style. Uh, uh, he looks like every protagonist from the PS3 era. Remember in the PS3 era when like every dude was like a shit like in resistance and like all the who's like a shaved head dude, gruff attitude. And at one point in the trailer, he punches Garland, which is like one of the characters from. So this is this is like a prequel to Final Fantasy One, which is that game right there. Um, That's so cool. All these big these characters from this game that make an appearance in this, and you're trying to kill the Lord of Chaos. And in the trailer, they say, "I'm hunting chaos," like 15 times, maybe even 20 times. They say it 
over and over again. The word chaos is all over the place. Oh, and at God. one point, the protagonist goes and punches a beloved character from the original game named Garland in the face through his metal helmet, like this really iconic helmet that he wears. Breaks the helmet? No, he doesn't break the helmet. And, and in fact, Garland like catches his next punch and stuff. So it's it, you kind of get both things, but like it just seemed like a really weird way to introduce this thing that's supposed to be like a, a loving like tribute to the first game in the series. And they're kind of like the first thing they have, not the first thing, but one of the first things you see from this game is them punching this really iconic character from the original game in the face. It's just like a weird way to go about it. Um, so then, yeah, see, I have, I have no, I, like I own, I own the original Final Fantasy on NES, but I've only played a little bit of it. I didn't play it when I was a kid. I bought it at a used game store a few years ago. Still have it? <clears throat> yeah. I'll buy it. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Um, but, uh, I have no real connection to those games. And so to hear you like, be like you punch Garland in the face. I'm like, I have, okay. I like, but, but that does sound disrespectful as hell like, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and then also speaking of disrespect to, to final fantasy, you played it or there was a demo available that you tried well, to I play. I would like right? to have played it. Uh, <laughs> what happened with, there? So, and this is happening. This isn't just me. This is a thing that's happening all over. Uh, the demo is broken. Uh, you can't even launch it. It says corrupted data, launch, like delete the app and try again. So I deleted it once and redownloaded it and tried again. It still didn't work. And then I looked on Twitter and like this one guy was like, I'm not going to do it for a fifth time. And I was like, man, no, if, if he's doing it five times, like nobody's been able, if, if even one person had been able to post like a screenshot or something, I would have been like, okay, maybe some, it works for some people, but I don't think it works for anybody. Um, yeah. And it's a PS5 exclusive demo. So it's not even like a PS4, you know, that you could like, like all these people could try it's only ps5 owners that can try it so it's really weird that this is how the whole presentation from the way it was revealed to now the demo being broken all this stuff just a bad look for this game that i think a lot of people including myself were super super excited for like final fantasy and dark souls two of my favorite franchises put them together like that's just print print fucking money and they seem to have fucked it up all over the place so I, so I'm, I'm really confused about what what's happening here. Did Square show anything that you are excited about? Uh, the, I mean, like Guardians <laughs> is fun. Okay, should... so I, when we rank this, judging by this conversation we're having, I think that Square actually needs to go to below. the top of the worst list. <laughs> you think they should be below? Well, I mean, like. Okay, so here's why. It's because like UB has Riders, Riders Republic, dude. Right, which is better than almost anything at this thing. But what I'll say about this is that the Origin game and Guardians and if the one through six, if the one through six collection were coming to the Switch, this would have this might be number one conference overall. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie to you, but but like if if I feel, but these are things I feel like they can fix, right? I don't think Origin is gonna release in the state that it's in. In fact, if I had to guess. I would say that they're going to go back. They're and probably not going to release it for another seven years now. Well, maybe not seven <laughs> years, but like, I think we'll go back and remodel that protagonist. I think, cause he's, everyone hates him on the internet. I've never seen such a visceral, like. So you think they're going to Sonic the Hedgehog it? I think uh, 100%. Yes. <laughs> the exact same thing that happened with the Sonic movie, I think is going to happen here where there's a lot of criticism you can put though at this game, but like the very first one is like, why does this, why is this American military looking bald man in this fucking this like fantasy setting with like because he's got two companions who's like one's this like tall dreaded black dude and the other one looks like a um like an anime character with like this crazy cloud hair and stuff and like both of them look so more visually interesting 
than this the guy that you're playing as and it's like why would they do that why would who thought that i square enix has had a problem over the years of like trying to get western audiences in and they seem to always go too hard in the like generic sci-fi like trope it's like they watch like clint eastwood movies or like what's the most american thing going on right now and try to emulate it in like the most the worst way possible the most out of touch way possible yes. like they have no idea what's really going on in the american so we forget, head. Well, this should this should say something about how not interesting this game is but we forgot to mention that ubi ended on the avatar video game and oh yeah <laughs> which does not look good at all um, graphically looks good i mean it looks nice but it doesn't look interesting uh but just like the avatar <laughs> the, the the guy in this final fantasy game is literally if you took sam worthington from avatar and put him in a video game that's what he looks like he looks like it, he talks like it like he's extremely boring and bland and he's 100 would fit they should swap that guy and to put him in the avatar game and then bring in somebody just else put sam Wor- just put sam worthington in the in the final fantasy game yeah, fuck no. don't put that evil out there because that'll be the next <laughs> announcement that square enix makes we got the avatar guy in the in the final fantasy no no please don't <laughs> Oh man. Um but we can But yeah, all right. So I think we're going to have to discuss which one was worse, Ubisoft what? or Square. So Cuz in my opinion, Ubisoft I, I haven't watched Square. I'll I'll give you that. But I have a feeling that I'm I'm going to watch it, but I have a feeling that when I watch it I'm going to be like I don't care about any of this. But they I didn't show they didn't show the new Final Fantasy, which they is didn't show, show anything anything new and exciting Except nothing or- new and exciting. origin was origin but it, it was such a shit show like yeah. it was uh, everything but about that I sounds terrible that i'm saying that it's better than ubi's is because they can fix this stuff ubi's just got but it's not bad, okay games. but you can't you can't base the quality of it on Attention. like what it what it they might fix this like no it's bad I, mean, you're right. <laughs> I do think that riders republic looks better than anything in and and mario kingdom battle 2 looks better than anything in the square thing so we could probably switch those two but i'm just such a final fantasy fan that i i, I know i know it's hard to hear this dude but sometimes you gotta hear the tough love yeah and and last year's not last year's two years ago the 2019 um e3 square enix e3 show was such a banger is when they had the final fantasy 7 remake shown for the first time um and they had i like, got i got goosebumps the scarlet yeah. <laughs> the, they showed all these cool re- the octopath traveler trailer they showed um God, they showed Dude, like speaking of octopath how about that octopath ripoff in the uh That's in the microsoft conference in the microsoft which get what was that game called i could i was trying to think of it which contract or something like that erudian contract uh but we'll get into that because i actually am yeah that game now because of, of well i figured out what it was um okay but i think that's that i think that's a good for the square yeah because there's a lot to go over still yes um hey you want to take a uh, quick break let's take a break um yeah i need to get another drink and then so we're gonna go get another beer and we will be e3 i don't know where i'm going with this uh we'll we'll we we won't we won't be three we'll be we'll be right back to talk more about we are legion i mean Oh God, I'm done. I we'll be right back. Adam's brain just melted. <laughs> like on stream. Uh, all right, I'm gonna get another drink. All right, I'm gonna do the same. Clank. 
Wink. Welcome back, everybody, to E3 Special Edition, episode 4000 of the Gaming and Drinking Podcast. Episode, episode 4, when because there's a 3 point, a 3.0 and a 3.5 in there somewhere that neither one have been released. So we're just going to go from 2 to 4 and leave the fans curious about what's going on. Yeah, 3 will be there some, at some point. It'll be like, we'll have episode 100 and then episode 3 will just come up, up randomly. Here. You'll have to go yeah. back. To the Actually, feed. no. So we have, so in the reason we, so we recorded one last weekend. I actually went to South Carolina and we did our first ever in-person recording. Yeah. Um, and we had a special guest in the studio, which was my little brother. He is 22. Um, and he is really funny, yep. but he also, <laughs> he, he took the show and just ran with it and and it went off the rails in the first 10 seconds if you ever wanted to hear what uh maybe a ben shapiro approved version of our show is then it was that that was probably no, don't you dare put that, that, was, that juju on him that was probably although he'd probably take that as a compliment oh he definitely um, <laughs> um but it was fun um, I, i'll tell you this if we ever do get to release it um and 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 we have a fan base by then that is appreciative of something i like think that, if we very, all right so we're thing. we're going to release it and i'm calling the the where we're going to release it it's either going to be our one year anniversary special episode or uh when we get a thousand followers on youtube or spotify yeah i like it or or apple podcast you know um or combined but, thousand no no we need, i need to see a 1k somewhere yeah, when, we get, when we get our first 1k then we'll then we'll do it yeah and and trust me It'll you want it. just you want to see it so hit the follow button follow <laughs> us follow us yet. to valhalla yeah definitely uh all right and i i've been told that i um if i if I keep going at this rate, I'm going to get what Travis calls the drunk leer. Uh, <laughs> like, dude, you better be careful. <laughs> I feel that drunk leer coming. Yeah, I haven't been eating enough lately, so uh, it might be coming at some point. Uh, yeah. So where were we? We had... Um, roll right we, into the, the, the Microsoft conference, I think. Is that... Wait, so we talked about UB. We talked about... Oh, no. Uh, yeah, no, no. Square. Bomber. Because yes, we, Devolver. We don't even have to discuss it. We already know that that Devolver yeah, is number dude. two. Yeah, Devolver is number two. Um, I watched. So I was up to about five a.m. last night, uh, just laying in bed and watching YouTube. And I can't. And I was like, oh yeah, Devolver happened today. So I started the Devolver thing, but it was like four a.m. when I started it. So I watched only like the first few things. Um, but from what I saw. It was it was fun. I I always enjoy Devolver conferences. They are always so weird and just out there entirely. The, the um, crazy woman they have, the actress they have playing like the CEO character is really really good and and gets like the audience that she's going for. Oh, you know they actually they changed it this year. Now she's not the CEO. It, like they they actually retconned it all. Oh yeah, and 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 said that um she is just like some like low level employee. That they, that they own that they own the likeness of and, and they, they can she's oh, like i'm not she's like i'm an intern or something like that it's it's great really funny she's, she's <laughs> a really great actress and she's she's so game for whatever dumb shit they have her do yeah yeah i really really like devolver stuff and this year it was devolver university like it was like this whole uh 
like 80s um like educational video three by four by three ratio like film grain uh talking about like all the different classes they offer at Mm -hmm. at uh devolver you and it it was just it was a shit show but um all that aside uh i really some of their games dude devolver just they're they're one of my favorite publishers if if not my favorite publisher um just because i i I appreciate what they're doing so much yes they are giving voice to a lot of developers that would never be looked at if it weren't for them they take Um, really creative and um uh ambitious approaches to indie games in a way that nobody like else before, does the, before devolver before they get that devolver money they meant they might not be able to realize some of these ideas but then you look at something like you know death's door or that uh that exploration game phantom abyss like those games look they look almost uh like triple a but with yeah. this indie sensibility to them uh, but it yeah. started with uh shadow warrior um which I don't know any. I, I saw that and I was like, "Whoa, this! It looks like uh, uh like I thought it looked just like Doom 2016, but like exactly. indie Doom 2016." So this is actually Shadow Warrior three, which is a sequel to. So Shadow Warrior one was a reboot of Shadow Warrior on the PC, which was a build engine game. Build is the engine that powered Duke Nukem and a bunch of games in the '90s, and Shadow Warrior was a very racist caricature of. Asian culture back then, the main I need to see this. I need to see this. And still Shut is low wang. And it was a lot of puns about Chinese about people wangs. And, and, and wangs and stuff like that. Uh I love that game. I think it's not not for its just for a sense of humor and stuff, but because it's you very, better not say that. <laughs> it's, 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 I don't love that game for its sense of humor necessarily, but the, the gameplay was really, really good and really fun. Oh yeah, that does look just like uh Doom or Wolfenstein. Duke Nukem. I mean the 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 gameplay just uh, Doom Wolfenstein Duke Nukem. Back so then built, they it's, all it's built in the Duke Nukem engine, so it looks just like Duke Nukem. Uh, they all look the same to me. Wow, don't maybe you shouldn't say that. Don't lie. They all look the same, dude. Dude, it's a first person shooter for the early '90s. They all look the same. Oh God, there's a thousand. If we had a thousand viewers right now, they'd be. All 12 of them are going to be like, what is he talking about? Because actually the people that listen to us right now don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, but somebody's going to stumble upon this and be like, who the fuck said that shit? Like, Early 90s shooters do not look the same, you fucking noob. If I, were, if I were listening to our podcast, that would be me right now. I'd be furiously typing into Twitter, you know, trying to cancel a Gogan. Send me a DM. Let me know how bad I'm doing. Just let me know you hear me. Um, so Shadow Warrior was uh it, this is the third one in the new series they've been doing. It looks very Doom 2016. And um it does look good. I think it looks really cool. Yeah, and I'm excited went, for that. They went to uh what else did they do? So then Trek they went to Yomi. Trek to Yomi, which was super cool looking. Uh kind of had like a flat 3D, 2D perspective yeah going they on. had like some 3d like cinematic stuff and then it would like cut to the same 3d model just in a side scroller yeah. situation yeah and uh i'm a big fan of 
three D rendered two D side scrolling. Me games. too, one hundred percent. I think that style looks so good. Like so Ori and the Blind Forest is a huge example of that for me, and Ori and the Will of the Wisps as well. Like you can tell because in those games, it'll be like you're doing like a two D side scrolling thing, and then the camera, the camera will just zoom in, yeah. zoom in on Ori and like something cool go on, like yeah. and it's just a regular cinematic. That's like a Guilty Gear. They they do that stuff where it's like a it looks like a two D flat shaded character, and then they swoop the camera around, and it's like a fully rendered three D model and you're like holy crap that looks amazing yeah yeah um yeah that game looks super cool too and then they did um they, let me get this right because i have an article pulled up about it phantom it's abyss phantom abyss it's an asynchronous multiplayer game that cast players into procedurally generated temples and task them with retrieving alex so it's basically dude i'm so stoked for that game it's asynchronous so indiana fun. jones Right. All right. Here's what I wrote. I didn't read any of that, but here's what I wrote when I when I saw it. I said, first person Indiana Jones meets Prince of Persia Prince slash of Persia, Mirror's yeah. Edge. Cool whip grapple thingy. Yeah, there's the, a little bit of mirror. I could definitely see the Mirror's Edge stuff. Uh, the, the It, it kind of reminds me of a 3D Spelunky in a way. Um, yeah, I could but, see that. But, but with more movement stuff, like Spelunky is not really a platformer in the traditional sense. You're not really like doing time jumps or anything, but um it does have Dude, like Spelunky's a lot. He's a nightmare. I I <laughs> tried. Game. I tried to play Spelunky so many times, and every yeah, time it, I'm it, like, it's it's frustrating. I don't like the movement in it at all. I don't. It, it feels funny. very chunky. It's so chunky. It's definitely um, a, a an elaborate uh, game or a, a what do you call it? It's more like playing with all the mechanics and like tying them together than it is about just enjoying the locomotion yeah for sure and uh i'm more of a like let's see how this game feels and it just right. doesn't feel great and i think that's what this game looks like it's going to do pretty well is uh the movement um, yeah like, like that whip that grapple whip just looks so badass first person movement has come a long way in the last couple of years um and i think you know like metroid prime when that came out people were like oh you can't do first person platforming and then they definitely found a way to do it because those games are amazing and like the further we get from that, like, you know, with Apex Legends and Titanfall, those kind of games, which is all about movement in first person, seems to get, be getting a lot better. And this game looks like it's going to do something pretty cool and somewhere with that kind of idea. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely interested in them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, that being said, that was that the last thing that I saw from Devolver because it was 5 a.m., <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was like, I've got to go to bed because it's like then they like, you know how in these devolver conferences like it always starts out kind of jovial and then gets really dark yeah it was starting to get dark it was starting to get kind of dark and i was like i need to turn this off <laughs> i need to go to bed it's 5 a.m i don't want to have weird dreams tonight yeah so, <laughs> so i turned it off and went to bed um so then they showed uh death's door which is a roguelike that kind of has like Hades type things going on and a little bit of uh, one of my favorite games ever, Hyperlight Drifter, a little bit of that kind of action. It's very fast and fluid like Hyperlight Drifter um, and maybe with like the weapons and the uh, the style of Hades. I'm pulling up I'm pulling up the trailer right now. I'll kind of talk my way through it. Um, it looks so good. Uh, this is probably for me the most exciting game of the Devolver Conference. I think it looks super cool um dude the the style i don't know if you ever played uh monument valley yeah it's kind of got a little bit of monument valley look that the the way that the isometric camera and the angles of the different environments 
uh looks very monument valley but it doesn't play like that at all this yeah it does look very uh like hades but with a more of a shooter vibe yeah it's got the hyperlight drifter i think the fluid gameplay looks like hyperlight drifter and the style kind of looks like hades are you a bird you're a crow yeah you're a crow mm-hmm. okay death door that makes sense you're you're a crow who's reaping souls okay uh, i like all those things and it, it just looks super dope. It looks very, uh, very stylish and very fast, very fun. Um, I, I like how uh, smooth the text, like I, textures in games, man. I, I pay really close attention to that stuff. Um, and these textures are smooth, but in like a really satisfying sense. Yeah. That's, it like looks sometimes like- you see smooth textures and you're like, that just looks like crap. But uh, these actually look really nice. Yeah, I think it was great. Um, and that was pretty much it for, there were a couple of other games uh, that, that all, they all look pretty good. I think most of the things they had looked pretty good. Uh, I also think they, <laughs> Devolver Max Plus <laughs> was a pretty funny joke. What the hell is that? I was so, dude, okay. So it's 4 a.m. I'm laying in bed. They keep showing this Devolver Plus Max or Max Plus, whatever. And I'm, and I'm half asleep and I'm just like, is this real? Like, is this, are they really like, because at one point the lady's like, it's free to, what did she say? I, I don't know if for it's, us, it's if free it's to access, it's free for the opportunity to buy our games. And I'm like, but that just means you have to buy the games. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that it's real. Um, I think it might be a thing where you just have to like submit an email address, but you yeah. don't actually have to put in any credit card. Information. It's just a way for them to get your email address. Uh, and then from there, you can just buy the games as you would any other store. You yeah. just have to, you just basically have to create an account with Devolver, I think. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it was pretty funny. Um, so that looks but fun. My, my exhausted brain couldn't take it. Oh, I, yeah, I feel you. It's that, 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 that conference is exhausting if you aren't up at 5 a.m. <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. So it then was, we come it was to, funny, though. Then we come to the absolute banger of a conference the only one that really felt like traditional e3 the one that really brought the heat and and they were right to do it this year because the three things they bought like 43 developers over the past two years uh 28 they have no literally zero competition from their other big guy which is sony who decided to just not do anything this year and then Three, they just merged with Bethesda, arguably one of the most exciting developers and publishers on the planet. And that all converges to give us this absolute banger of a show. I mean, it was just one knockout punch after another. Like everything they showed, even if I wasn't interested in it, it looked good. And Dude. their presentation style was great. Like they were quick, they were fun. They yeah. didn't spend a lot I, of time. With I am talking. a PlayStation, I'm a PlayStation fanboy. Um and this conference made it made my mind for me. Unless Sony comes out with a conference soon that has something comparable, like this conference made my mind. I'm buying an Xbox Series X before I buy a PlayStation, and I don't think I am in the minority there. I think anybody who saw this conference and doesn't have a next gen console yet, mm-hmm. it, it, even if you're a, a huge very, Sony, it's a fan, very it's like, uh, enticing prospect. Yeah, I mean Game Pass. Every yeah. game, I think out of the, the like 30 games they showed, maybe three or four were not coming to Game Pass. And yeah, and those is, were all third parties. Yeah, and it's, yeah, all their first party stuff's coming to Game Pass. 
it is just insane the value of Game Pass right now. Like, and, and in, so in the middle, we'll get to the games and stuff, but they announced in the middle of this that uh, the rest of the Bethesda games that weren't already on Game Pass are all coming to Game Pass, with like Doom 2016, Wolfenstein 2, which I just downloaded. Um, and then they announced that all the Yakuza games are coming to Game Pass, which I think some oh, of them yeah, are Oh, yeah, like, including Like a Dragon. Including Like which a Dragon. Which I, I, have, I have been blind to. I, I downloaded Yakuza 0 on my PlayStation, but I've been so enthralled in, Dude, my backlog is so long. Yakuza Zero is on my backlog. Yakuza Zero is um, a great game. Great game. You should play but, that. Uh, you know Mishima and all the characters and stuff. But yeah, but dude, this was the first time I've seen anything from Like a Dragon, and holy shit, <laughs> that game I was crazy. like having a crazy wild mushroom trip mm-hmm. uh, while watching this, dude. It's like people have like corded phones that they're whacking people over the head with. There's a somebody's like. I love when he gets out his phone and he, he like starts swiping and it's like, oh, yeah, I need to call yeah. my friend. That's <laughs> like that's how you that's how you summon uh, your oh, summons in that game. That's so good. Call them on the phone. Uh, I love yeah, that. that game's incredible. And so they announced that that's coming to Game Pass, just included in the subscription. Uh, and then, so let's start with the biggest one. Um, the biggest one, as far as you know, hype goes. Uh, the Starfield trailer, the new Bethesda yeah. Works game, uh, finally shown after being announced two years ago, three years ago. I can't remember now, but I mean, uh, it was shown, but like we just got a logo, was... that was it. And now we have a little bit more than a logo, but not much. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, they showed a ship, they showed a mech, they showed an astronaut. I love, um, I will say this I love the look of the game. It, it looks like they took the style of Fallout 4. Uh, the really like smooth textures and like yellows and, and blues and whites that they kind of make that game look the way that it does. And they put a new spin on it. Uh, I was kind of not sold until they showed an up close of the console area thing. Then they, they yeah, showed the desk with the tools and stuff on it. Those textures up close. They looked incredible. Yeah. And, yeah. So if you, th- if you think about a Bethesda game, any Bethesda game in the past, um, they all like the, the, what makes those games is the story and the the mechanics the exploration yeah yeah and the exploration it's definitely not the graphical fidelity right they but you can tell that like they've heard the complaint because like the fans have been loud about that yeah. um you can tell that they've taken that to heart and yeah. they've really actually poured a lot of time and energy into actually making this game look good it looks um, it, it looks great <laughs> especially if yeah. this is it said it's pre-alpha which i believe because you know that, yeah, some that, of the stuff I mean was was a little shaky. The way the the, the way the mech move was a little janky. Um, but that the also way the, the, the way, way the smoke came out of the the rocket engine yeah. was a little weird. Um, so, speculatively, what do we think this game is is? So this is the vibe I got from. And tell me if you think that I'm off base here. But it, it to me it seems like they're going for No Man's Sky with like Fallout combat. Like you're going to be in like a little honestly, ship and, and you're going to different planets and, and, and you, you're probably going to cut. I bet you're going to customize that ship just like you do in No Man's Sky. You're going to go to a bunch of different planets like you do in No Man's Sky. Um, I think it's going to be more like Skyrim in space, but instead of magic, it's science. Yeah, but how, so but I, I more mean like they go in between different planets. Like, are they going to mass affect it where you just like click on a button and then you're in a new planet? Or are you going to fly the ship there yourself? I don't feel like they would have shown all that ship stuff. No, you're you, going to fly it to the planet. Yeah, I you're feel like they wouldn't the do planet. that, and especially with how popular No Man's Sky has proven to be. Um, and like, especially with all the updates and stuff since they made it a good game. Like, the the idea that 
you could do that when in a bethesda game with like bethesda story and exploration and combat and like, like more handcrafted worlds not like the procedural ones of the no man's sky like that is very exciting and i can see why this game is taking so long if that's, the, if that's yeah the, yeah uh, that that oh, i'm excited man it's coming out what next year 11 11 22 yep 11 11 22 yeah. uh which is the same date as skyrim 11 years later skyrim was released on 11 11 11 i don't know if you knew that but that's a fun fact uh so they're uh, literally 11 years since uh skyrim but not 11 years since the, like fallout 4 was like 2016 i think um so basically it'll be six years from the last proper game and 11 years since their last elder scrolls game mm-hmm. um and it looks great like you know it, it i wish there was a little bit more gameplay in that trailer yeah i mean i can't really put any real judgment on it but yeah. still like but there's the there's there wasn't the enough potential. Is, the potential is there dude space bethesda i'm about like give me space skyrim with some sure. no man's sky vibes i'm all about it like skyrim was one of my favorite games of all time and so 100 yep yeah just um, i just realized that our glasses are very similar th- these are my backup glasses because i lost these are my backup i'm good <laughs> same thing man. well ever, ever since you came here i lost my headphones i told you i saw them on your bathroom counter they're not there and i've looked everywhere for them i don't know where the fuck they are i ordered some new ones already they're on the way but these are these are the ones that i kept for my backup just in case because i lose glasses all the time because i'm a terrible yeah these person. are my backup glasses as well i don't know what happened to my other ones but they are gone that's funny that both of our backup glasses look like these old man glasses. that's why they're backup glasses because they're kind of <laughs> and yeah like a huge nerd even though i do i do like mine though i got the transition lenses oh god transition lenses are the worst nah dude i see them i think you look not you specifically but anyone that wears them i'm like you look like you should have a cigarette and a and a bud diesel in in your hand i i would take that as a compliment (laughs) because like every time i see them i feel like they're (laughs) on guys who like drive who have nascar shirts on and drive like big old trucks like that's what i always see transition transition lenses on maybe that's a product of south carolina i don't know that's anytime i see transition lenses they remind me of that because they're like too cool to wear regular glasses right they don't want to be seen regular glasses so they have transition lenses so when they get out of their truck looks like sunglasses you know i've got some i've got some prescription polarized sunglasses do you I really like, like those NASCAR fan when you wear them. No, they're like they're uh, like Wayfarers. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, do you like yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Uh, so but then- anyways, anyways, so that was uh, that was Starfield. Um, the, we we kind of just wrote these down. It's, this is definitely not the order that they came out. No. Uh, in let's save let's save that second one for last because I think that's the to me that's maybe the most impressive game of the show. Okay. Uh, let's talk about some Sea of Thieves next. Just kind of go glance through it real quick. Um, so I've never really been a Sea of Thieves fan. I'm a huge pirate fan. Love pirates. Love them so much. I've got like pirate history books and stuff. Um, but not really a huge Sea of Thieves fan. But um, I do like that they brought in um, Pirates of the Caribbean. That's that was the announcement. Was it's called it's called a Pirate's Life, um, and that is the most intriguing thing I've ever seen from Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it was by far the coolest looking thing I've seen from Sea of Thieves. I played Sea of Thieves. It wasn't for me. Um, if they if there's a little more of a directed experience now, that kind of seems what this is. It's like a more story-based thing. And that can yeah. be interesting to me, but I, I don't really... I never... I mean, you got... you got like, And, and the thing is, the first three uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies are by far the best Pirates of the Caribbean movies, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. um granted i stopped watching after like four <laughs> but uh I don't even know how many there are now i have no idea um but 
they have some of the coolest characters out of it. They got they got Johnny Depp, obviously Captain Jack Sparrow. They got, but they don't have Johnny Depp. They got a very very, very good, good Johnny Depp impersonator. Yeah, very, Holy very. crap! I was I had to I had to take a second guess. I was like, is that really Johnny Depp? And no, but he sounds just like him. Um, very good. And then they've I got that's the guy they use in all the like Disney uh, games that they put Jack Sparrow in. He's the same voice actor. He's very very he good. sounded just like him. But then they got um, Davy Jones, which one of my favorite movie villains like yeah. ever. He's awesome. Great. Um, then they've got the uh, what the hell's her name? The Calypso. Calypso's in there. Um, the, it was Bar- so they had a guy with a hook hand, and he was talking about like treasure and stuff. Was that Barbosa? It I seemed like it might have been Barbosa. Didn't sound like Jeffrey Rush again, and we talked it, about that. But <laughs> like I, I, you know, the but the the but David Jones didn't sound like Bill Nye either. So. Yeah, it's, it's hard to really tell. Um, I couldn't tell if that was Barbosa or not, but I mean, but they, even just having Davy Jones, Jack Sparrow, and Calypso, so they've been that's open, enough for me right there. The movies have resurrected like Davy Jones multiple times and Jack Sparrow multiple times, but they've never brought back Barbosa. So I, I would be. I, they I brought him back in uh, at World's End. Barbosa. Yeah, he died in he died in the first one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they brought him back in the third one right. or at the okay, end so of the second one. I guess I'm I guess that doesn't that doesn't apply. Maybe they did bring him. I think that would be super popular too because I you know, Jeffrey Rush is is very good in those movies. And <laughs> that's Yeah. That's uh so oh, it's making me want to watch Parts of the Caribbean now. You have it on in the background while you're doing a podcast or something. Uh, <laughs> no, but I need to hear the music. I actually wrote a paper on the music from that whole series in oh, college. Uh, I can't remember the professor. It was the uh, cinema music class or something, though. Mm-hmm. We watched uh, we watched Gone with the Wind. We watched Blade Runner. We watched... Uh, um, no, but we did watch some Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just a bunch of, I don't know, bullshit. But, yeah, I, I actually had to sit and watch, like, all three of those movies and just listen to the music and so like those because of that uh hans zimmer has become my like one of my favorite film composers and the pirates of the caribbean soundtrack in particular is my favorite from him that's very good i can see that it was kind of what blew him up like it was like pirates of the caribbean and you know a lot of people actually talk shit about hans zimmer because they say all his stuff sounds the same same, yeah but uh i disagree i i like him a lot and the way and the way dude the way he actually coordinates his music to the fight choreography yeah the beautiful and and, uh, i i only know this from the first one it might happen in the second and third ones but the sword clanks the the way they hit are on beat with the um, exactly that's what i mean yeah yeah very very awesome um so yeah that looks pretty cool but i'll welcome to movie nerds and drinking (laughs) yeah hey we can do that (laughs) podcast too yeah Um, So then they showed uh, Back for Blood, which is the spiritual successor to Left for Dead, uh, a great game that I had no idea that you'd never played before. I can't believe you'd never played those games. Um, never touched it. It looks exactly like Left for Dead 1 and 2, uh, down to the we play it. characters. We both got Game Pass. We'll play it. I don't know if it's on PC. I'll look. Um, hey, do I have the drunk Lear going on? Not yet. Sweet. Okay, because I feel drunk. Um, <laughs> Am I drunk? probably if you feel drunk you probably are drunk uh (laughs) and that game looks fucking awesome Uh, i'm very excited for that it'll be on game pass uh i guess we got to talk about halo infinite 
It looks fun. The 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 multiplayer is free, and I'll play that. And it looks. I'll fun. play it. I and mean, the, the story will be free on Game Pass, so I'll definitely play it. But it's just like when you when you compare like I, so. F- for instance, later on they showed Atomic Heart, which is a spiritual successor to Fallout, and that game looks insanely good. And then you look at Halo next to it, and you're kind of like, ah, just. I don't remember Atomic Heart. I need to watch that. Atomic Heart was that really weird looking Russian. Oh, the one with the Russian anime song? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Russian anime yeah, song. That yeah, that was cool, man. Had the really cool look to it. Very, very, uh, very vibey. Um, Halo's multiplayer, that trailer, that part of the trailer looked great. The stuff with Master Chief looked less great. Um, the Cortana, the new Cortana lady. Uh-huh. Uh, she gets she put in his of- helmet too, just like. Cortana did. <laughs> They're yep. just going through the whole beat again. But it did remind me of like we talked about it during the stream of uh land parties and stuff when we were younger. And the idea that you could maybe do something not similar, but like you maybe bring back that feeling is pretty exciting. Halo yeah. multiplayer when it when it's good is very, very good. So and it was I mean, I think what made Halo such a crazy success was people younger people um getting to experience land parties in ways that weren't able they weren't able to be experienced before yeah, that. Mo- from previously it was just like pc nerds who could do land parties. yeah now you could have it on xbox yeah, and um and it was also available like like i told you man like when i was in high school uh my senior year i had i only had two classes my second semester my senior year it was computer lab and gym that was my last two classes before I graduated high school. So I had late arrival, which means I didn't have to get to school till nine 30. Then I had computer yeah. lab. Um, and in computer lab, it was me and like a bunch of sophomores and freshmen because I saved computer lab for my senior year. Cause I, I, I knew I planned it. I was like, I want my second semester senior year to be the easiest thing that I've ever done in my life. Right. <laughs> and so I planned my, I planned my second semester senior year from the beginning. And um, so I'm in there with like a bunch of sophomores and freshmen and um we all completed our assignments in like the first like 20 minutes of class and the rest of class i don't know who did it but somebody installed halo on every single pc in in the computer lab and so we had like a 20 person land party going on every single day That's- and we were like screaming at like across at each other and it was golf had no idea what halo was so like <laughs> <laughs> it was so good and dude oh yeah and our computer teacher she had she did not give a fuck dude her name was Ms. Muldrow and all right, Shout mom, dad, mom, dad, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I used to go to that class stoned every single day uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I would show up late and she would be like, Adam, why, why, why are you late to class? And I'd be like, Ms. Muldrow, it's because I went and got high. <laughs> <laughs> Were you quoting the African? No, she was like, she'd be like, oh, you kids with your drugs. You're so silly. Sit down and do your work. You're like, okay, I'm gonna sit down and play Halo. I would sit down, throw in a dip, and <laughs> do my work and play video games. Oh boy. Yeah. And then I'd go to gym and not care oh, there either. Hopefully this 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 new Halo will bring back some of those fun. Oh God, I really hope so. If only, so I could they, go to, if only I could go to Mrs. Muldrow's class and play uh, Halo, Halo Infinite. Halo. <laughs> call her up. Yeah, um, back so, then they had, I mean, those were good PCs back then. We could, they could run Halo. I don't think the PCs at the Lugoff Elgin High School uh, computer lab could run Halo. Halo, <laughs> Halo Infinite now, yeah, probably not. Um, 
so then they moved on sticking with first person shooters they did uh battlefield 2042 after that which looked i'm really way more good. excited about that than really I am about halo uh yeah it that i think that is one of the things that makes halo look not as good is because that game looked insane and like all the didn't they say ways. it would be like a hundred and twenty four hundred and twenty eight people yeah. in a battle yeah that's, that's good and, and dude the the map size was insane they're, they're the structures oh dude there were so many vehicles so many I, and i know that like it's a trailer so of course they're gonna have all the vehicles um but from what it looks like it looks like there's going to be a lot more vehicles in this one than, than there used to be. And um, there's going to be ways to interact with those vehicles that haven't been in old games. Um, like yeah. they, they, they had one guy, uh, it was very diehard. Like the guy, his teammate drove, there was a helicopter floating and then the guy drove a Humvee off of a ramp. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like click and like the, the hubby blew up the, and yeah, like blew the up the helicopter. I was, was like, awesome. oh my god, this is amazing. And there's a grapple now. There's a grapple, yeah, there's a grapple. that dude. This is you were the year you said it. Hooks. This is the year of the grappling hook, dude. Yeah, it is. They're in everything, everything. has a grappling hook or 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 it, what or started it? Was it Titanfall? I, I that's the first one. Well, I mean, like you know, I mean, uh, what started no, the year the 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 era of the grapple? It was like, the, I, that really good three six Bionic Commando remake on three sixty uh, that everyone loves the grappling hook for. They didn't really like the game that much, but the grappling hook mechanic was super super good in it. I think that everyone's been trying to chase that since. But really, I think Titanfall was like the first one I can remember in modern memory that had a good grapple. I think Mirror's Edge two might have had one. I don't think the first one did, but um, first man. one definitely didn't that that this the, the grappling hook and this looked really cool it looked very pathfinder from apex very pat the way that it like kind of like had like a kind of springy kind of a springy element to it almost like he Spider-Man. shot himself shot himself up and over and landed on the platform instead of like just shooting straight to the platform right it had a it, the, the the momentum of it looked very uh spider-man slash uh 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 apex apex yeah yeah um so that game looked great um uh, and dude there was the there was the i, I kind of want to just go over that dig into that one a little more there was the uh tornado in the middle of the map oh yeah they just and then it. like the guy like he's on a huge dude the skyscrapers in this one are bigger than they've ever been they're huge mm-hmm. like the guy jumps off like a 40-story building and then like it's like oh god what's gonna happen and he busts out a wingsuit and yeah. then he's right by a tornado so he just drafts on the tornado wind yeah and it's like, oh my god! If I can I wonder, do that, if I can do all that in multiplayer, like, oh my god! I'm, I wonder if, like, it, like it's in Titanfall, like where you you can have the grappling hook or the paraglider. You know, you can't have both. I I wonder because it feels like if you had the the grappling hook and the paraglider, you'd just be able to like swing yourself around. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, like, like grapple, paraglide, grapple. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think that's. Gonna, I think you're probably gonna choose like one or the other. Like that'll be your. They'll probably be, like a movement slot for your. In your I wonder life. if you can swap on the fly though, because remember at the one point they go in the elevator and, oh, the yeah. elevator he's, swapping and he's swapping his he's loadout in the stuff. elevator. That looked like all gun stuff. I don't know if there were any abilities. Yeah, in there. that was that a was, funny little thing though. That was cool. That they seem to know the game they're making at least. Um, but the yeah, I think great. Battlefield. I mean, they they know what they're doing, but they they look like this looks way more fun than Battlefield One. It looks way more fun than. Uh, what was the one after Battlefield One? You mean? I, I know we're up to five, dude. Five just released. No, but I mean it was called Battlefield One, but it was like the World War One one. 
uh, Battlefield. Well, the first one is called Battlefield 1942, if that's what you're from. I'm talking about the most recent. There was the one that was called Battlefield 1, and it was a World War oh, One game. yes. Oh, God, I forgot they did that. The one after that was Battlefield 5. They just okay. Regular yeah. Mention. Okay. Yeah, I forgot they even did Battlefield 1. What a, what a weird fucking thing. Um, I played that. It was fun, but this one just looks like it is its own thing in a way that like Battlefield hasn't had its own element in a long time. Yeah. And it looks like this one is the way that they've kind of futurized it, but not like super high tech it. Yeah. Um. I like I like the way they've done that. It's, it's kind of a yeah. kind of an advanced warfare, but not quite that advanced. And it's not um, as advanced as their old Battlefield twenty one forty two, uh, which was yeah. cool. But I'm very, like very, very excited for stuff, this. So they didn't go quite in that direction. This is definitely yeah. a nod to that. And then like, it's future tech, but it's a, uh, it's a very it's feasible future. and um, I don't know. Yeah, it looks like something that could actually, all this tech that they have there looks like tech that could very well actually be available by 2042. It looks very nice. Which, which uh, a lot of games don't have. The fidelity is great on it for sure. Um. Mm -hmm. And there's some quick hits we can get through. Contraband from Avalanche looks pretty cool. It, they didn't show much. It was just cinematic. Uh, 12 Minutes, which is the super indie-looking game. from It's got, like, James McAvoy and Dis 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 Daisy Ridley. Um, yeah, that, that looks like cool. that looks like a game that I'll play when I'm sad and want to be sadder. Yeah. <laughs> That's a game for sad. <laughs> uh, they finally showed a bunch from Psychonauts 2, which looks really, really nice. Yeah, yeah. It'll never yeah. be. <clears throat> Voice of crap. You already just said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, that game. That game looks fun. The one thing I'll say, I, I like Psychonauts. Um, I like what they're doing here. Um, but graphically, I don't. I mean, obviously, the game's been in development hell for a long time. Yeah. And it shows when they showed like just what it looked like. The engine and everything just doesn't look that great. I think it looks um, nice. But the uh, gameplay itself looks great i think the style looks good but the fidelity is maybe not up there with what yes like when on a on a on a outside view like when you're when the camera's a little pulled back everything looks really good but then when they had the close-up shots of the people's yeah. faces yep. then i was like ooh, this it looked almost like a 360 game yeah. like when they were showing uh the up close to the the protagonist's face i can't for sure can't remember his name um yeah, but the the style dude style looks great it looks fun got it's got style and the thing about all these games that we've talked about so far, except for Battlefield, they're all coming to Game Pass. So there's literally, if you're just like, I'm kind of interested in Psychonauts too, but I don't want to really want to pay 60 bucks for it. You can just try it. Like you can just download it. Like that's crazy. And um, if you get Game Pass Ultimate, you won't even have to download it. You can true. stream it. Yeah. You can stream <laughs> like, it while you're waiting on your download. Yeah. Um, Wild stuff, man. Uh, then they showed uh, Hades is coming to Game Pass, which looks nice. Yep, that's uh, cool. Great. Super excited. Actually, I'm not super excited for that because I don't know if it'll be cross-progression or not, but if it's cross-progression, that'll be they, fine. They brought cross-progression to the Switch, so I imagine they'll definitely do that for best. So my Switch save will go to Game Pass? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, um, that that sounds good to me, then. Yeah, you can literally download your Switch. or your. I, it might not go backwards, but you can download your... Uh, Epic Game Store save onto the Switch. Oh, okay, cool. Um, um, so I was actually, so I actually said um, just the middle thing. I was like, "Man, Diablo 4. and I was like, "Oh wait, that's Blizzard. Never mind." Yeah. But then right Blizzard, after Blizzard. <laughs> they, they brought up Diablo Two Resurrected. 
Yep. Which looks really damn good. It does. Um, that... I, I actually didn't play Diablo 2. I played Diablo 3. Diablo 3 is my first Diablo. Um, but I've always heard that Diablo 2 is like the one that everybody with nostalgia looks back so looks back on and uh just really loves everything about it yeah. which there there are a lot of complaints about speaking of that is that the trailer's playing right behind you oh yeah it is really <laughs> um yep. so the the graphic fidelity of it looks really damn good because they did like the thing with the yeah. back and forth school trailer yeah or old school and, visuals and then new school visuals Yep, and um, it looks like the skills. I mean, it looks like there's some classes in there that I'm really excited to mess around with. Like you got the one where uh, I don't know what it's called—is it Beastmaster or something? Where the person yeah. like can transform into animals. Um, that looks really dope. Um, there's not a whole lot else to say about it, man. Except for Diablo 2 is a dope game, and I can't wait to play it again. Well, yeah, not really it's again definitely. Me, but it's the one that everyone it. loves because it's the one where they got the Diablo formula right. It's definitely mm-hmm. a lot less streamlined than Diablo 3. I, I wonder how the gameplay is going to hold up in the current. Like, after playing Diablo 3, which has so many options and so many different things, like, this definitely, I think, is maybe a deeper game overall, but not nearly as uh, accessible and maybe made for a controller like Diablo 3 was. So, we'll, well see. Well, they had to remap everything for the controller. And, and if there's one company that I trust to be able to, to remap something from PC to controller, it's Blizzard. Yeah, they they did it perfectly the first time, but that's not the same Blizzard that still exists. So, <laughs> you know, we'll see. Um, Do you think they'll put a dodge roll in there? No, <laughs> they should. That they dodge should. roll is amazing. <laughs> I it's going to be hard to do without a dodge roll, um, but I I didn't see one the whole time, and I feel like they would have had that in there if. if yeah, I'm one. I was wondering because it did look like everyone was still like, so back then. Um, clicked on everything. It was oh you clicked I thought it was on a on an eight way axis. No, no the no? original the, the original Diablo games were always like all you do is click. Oh on. right, right click to go. Yeah. Uh oh so yeah, gosh what am I thinking? I used to play Warcraft. So it was very Warcrafty in that regard. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, speaking of those types of games, you know where I'm going? Nope. Age of Empires. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. That game, that game looked great. As soon as it came on, I was like, no way they're doing Age of Empires right now. And, and we, like, talked about it for, like, a minute. You were like, I don't know, it kind of looks like Age of Empires. I was like, yeah, it does look, kind of look like Age of Empires, but I don't know. And then it popped up, and holy shit. It's four. I am so excited to play a new Age of Empires game because I, I haven't played Age of Empires 3 at all. Well, they, I played Age of Empires 2 when I was, like, 12 years old. And so um, they, they've rec- they recently did a bunch of they did HD remaster for one, two, and three, and they're all incredibly popular and they're all on Game Pass. Um, so th- I think that was are they on Xbox? The water- no, they, are they only they, on PC? They're only on PC, and this game is also not coming to Xbox, it's just on PC, by the way. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to play a RTS with a fucking controller, I don't think. Uh, I would, I would, uh, I've got Civ on my Switch. It's not an. That's not an RTS. I know, but you know, it's not real. T- <laughs> if it were real time, that'd be different. But I can't imagine. You look like one of those guys who plays Fortnite really fast on a controller. It's like and like, no, nah, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with any of that. I don't um, stuff. But yeah, I, that game looks cool. Uh, I can't. I can't speak to. I'm not a huge RTS guy anymore. I, I liked them when I was younger, but 
I definitely played I, it for I haven't played one in forever, but uh, Age Age of hey, Empires, I'll make an exception. It, it's on Game Pass for free. What are you gonna do? Um, okay. and then they showed uh, Replaced, which was a 2D side scroller that looks. So when do you wait on another on another note? When do you think Xbox is gonna start charging seventy five dollars a month? I, everyone's <laughs> been asking when they're gonna up the price of Game Pass. I think they're married to this do, this ten dollar thing at least until like they've reached like a critical point, you know, like where, cause right now they're just trying to stick it to Sony and they're definitely still behind in the race. Yeah. And yeah, so I think until they get on par, I think we're going to see $10 for, from here for a while. And plus they have the ultimate subscription now, which is like all three of them roll. And I bet a lot of people do that. Is that 20 or is that 15? I think it's 15. I think that if you want the game pass one or the PC one, it's like 20 for all three of them. Um, maybe that's ultimate. I can't remember, but I think the one that has live and game pass is like 15 a month. Okay. Uh, so that's comparable to like your, your PlayStation plus. Um, and it's definitely a better value than PlayStation plus. Let's what are you doing? Sony get, get it fucking together. Uh, but yeah, I think they'll, I, I don't think they're going to increase, increase the price until they're the market leader again. And they can right yeah. now they're, they're just playing catch up. So uh, <laughs> speaking of catch up, replace mustard donald mustard the creator of epic games uh <laughs> the, the mustard yeah. twins uh i forgot the name of that fucking game um the one where you're in the facility it's, it's like mentally. mustard twins against pickle jimmy i have no idea what you're talking about tomato tom what are you just saying words with fruits in them <laughs> yeah <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is happening? I'm just I, thought you were quoting, I thought you were quoting like Veggie Tales or something, and then I'm no, know. I'm making I'm making a movie. It's about it's about the Mustard Twins. Oh my god! We're all right. We're <laughs> moving on. God damn it! Replace. Looks. I did listen with. I don't know. You. You my, never heard of the Mustard Twins? <laughs> I'm not doing this with you. You're just making shit up now. You're gonna like the mustard twins, you know, because they went to fucking Tomato Town and had a fucking barbecue with the rib guys and fucked the fruit. I don't know. They got they got to fight with vinegar Vanessa. Oh my god, I hate you. You're making a cinematic universe on your own right now. Like <laughs> just it's, throwing it's, no, it's the bar it's the barbecue cinematic universe. This is this is how Spider-Man and like all those alliterative comic book character names came out. Oh my like, god, Doctor! It's Otto like they Octavius. all they all okay. So it's it's all the different barbecue sauces fighting each other mm-hmm. from the different parts of the country. So that means mustard loses <clears> by far the worst. You are out of your damn mind. You You're from Florida? South Carolina. It's the worst. I can't help what where I live. The fact that we have the worst barbecue sauce. No, you are out of your mind, dude. Mustard-based barbecue sauce is amazing. I cannot believe that it's a thing. You don't like mustard, do you? No. <laughs> No one, I can't trust anything you say ever. Who likes mustard? Mustard is gross. I can't listen. Even if I did like mustard, I don't want a, a slathered Dude, fucking. You want to see something? No, you want to see something? Don't, please don't. I don't know what this is, but it's going to be bad. Why do you have that right next to you? Because I was eating chicken earlier and I put this on it. This is a mustard based barbecue. Sauce. You need to refrigerate that. I will. How long is like it sitting hour. out? Like two hours. Oh my God. It's mustard based. What does that mean? What does that have to do with it's anything? Fine. It's fine. Restaurants leave mustard out every night all the time. That's probably true. Oh, all right. Getting away from Adam's 
imagined cinematic the mustard twins versus created. vinegar vanessa you need to, you tomato need to send, Tom. send this podcast to yourself in a in a stamped envelope so you have the trademark to vanessa vinegar vinegar vanessa and the mustard twins you don't want to lose that because that's a hot property that's going to be worth some money one great. day. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to like Comic Con one day. <laughs> some twins guy's comic. gonna be somebody's gonna be signing like mustard twins comic books. You'd be like, you fucker! You heard it. Give me my you money. Stole my idea. Okay. Anyways, uh, where the hell were we? Replaced the 2D Replaced. side scrollers. It looks awesome. Oh yeah, that one looks like a lot of fun. That looks great. Um. That one's like another uh, 3D animated, 2D side scroller. Yeah. Um, very 3D animated. Yes. Um, in fact, it looks like out of out of this world a little bit, which is great. Um, yeah. In fact, like the 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 ground actually looks like it's coming toward the screen a little bit in a yeah, way that like other 3D. Yeah, it's really neat. I love that style. I love what they're doing with that, and um, I'm excited to see that. Um. Oh, the, earlier in the show, they showed Stalker 2, which is a sequel to an old PC game, which looks super dope. Um, yeah. Very fidelity, like fidelity-wise, looks very, very good. Uh, that was the one that I initially said uh, when they were sitting around the campfire talking. Is that the one where they're speaking Russian to each other? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I thought, man, this looks like a like a Bethesda game a little bit. It does, yeah, but it's, 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 it's an old. It's the same developer of the first game, from what I understand, and they've just been doing it for a long time. Stalker was one of the first open world games that I can remember because it was back before there were any kind of like real, you know, open world RPGs or anything like that. And mm -hmm. it was a weird, it was a weird game back then, very hard to play, but people loved it. Uh, and it's definitely the spiritual successor to that. I think this is going to be a little more accessible for sure than that game was, but. Uh, it's a first person it's a first person shooter um and i love seeing like anytime i see something in a first person shooter that i don't see very often or i haven't seen in a long time it, it gets me excited and yeah. one just simple little mechanic that goes a long way was it, when you zoom in on a scope instead of the scope taking up the full screen it's like yeah. the scope gets pulled up and the zoom is only in the part that's uh that you can see in the scope the rest is still zoomed out and um, I think that's going to make for some really fun and challenging combat combat experiences yeah. in that game. Yeah. Um, and probably some pretty damn satisfying headshots too. <laughs> like, <laughs> you throw a three by scope on like something like that. And uh, you, your focus is entirely on that one tiny portion of the screen and you blow someone's head off. That's probably going to feel very really satisfying. Nice. It's very destiny in that, that, um, that way. But yeah. Does destiny do their scopes like that? Yeah, you can get you can get those really long scopes and get the nice headshot that blows up. Oh, but I mean, like, do they do their scopes like where it's only like the one portion of the screen is zoomed in and the rest is zoomed out? Oh, I don't. Maybe I'm not really sure. Do you it's, know what I'm talking about? I uh, kind of. <laughs> okay. I know what you. Mean. Right. I think you mean. I think you mean like force perspective. When he where was the rest of it falls away and then like you're focused on that. No, one. when they when he pulled up his like when he was sit, sitting there and he pulls up his assault rifle scope um instead yeah, I know, of like, i know what part you're talking about i just don't know what okay. you mean by it okay well i'm i'm kind of drunk and i i can't really express my thoughts that's why the gaming and drinking podcast is such a good podcast is because <laughs> i get drunk podcast. and then and then uh i get to tell you i just i i'm too drunk to taste this chicken 
damn it. Stop trying to build your cinematic universe on stream. God damn it. Save that shit for your Netflix pitch that you have coming up when you go to that meeting. Uh, um, yeah. All right, we're going to get through the rest of this. They showed okay. Outer Worlds 2, which was an incredible trailer. Very funny. Oh, that was so good. That trailer, like, Outer Worlds is okay, but this trailer was way better than okay. I did not connect with that original game like I thought I would because I love Fallout New Vegas so much, and it's the same developer, but I definitely like this trailer it looked very fun um but the writing in that trailer was so good the writing in the game is good it just i just did not click with that gameplay at all it it felt like a very cheap version of fallout Uh, oh so it felt like fallout didn't feel like a good fallout though the gameplay wasn't as good as fallout but and the writing even though the writing was good it wasn't nearly as good as fallout new vegas which is maybe one of the best written games ever but you can't always make a masterpiece. So, so we'll what see. I was saying was by it feels like a cheap fallout. So it just feels like a regular fallout. Then. Wow. Shots fired. Go play your fucking mustard twins. Mario platformer ripoff. Dude. If they made like an earthworm gym, mustard twins game. <laughs> Who's they? Nobody knows that this exists. It's all in your head. You're saying when it. you take this pitch to. They're going to do it. Take it to Ubi and be like, I know you're making a new Rayman game, but check this out. Replace Rayman with the Mustard Twins. You could swap, bet- you could swap between them, like the Gianna Twins, the Gianna Sisters, whatever that game is. You yeah. know, Dream- Twisted Dreams wasn't bad. Morgan, mm-hmm. That's did a- you play? You played Twisted Dreams, didn't you? I did yeah. It wasn't bad. It was okay. I wouldn't say it's bad. It's okay. Mustard Twins is going to be way better than Giannis. <laughs> so you're saying that if if you could have a game on the caliber of Twisted Twins, you would be happy about it? No, I'm saying it's going to be way better than Giannis Sisters. So you're saying that it's not a good game then? I said, uh, no, yes, it's not a good game, but it's also not a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. So you'd want... It's a mustard- very very middling game you'd, you'd want mustard twins to be a better game than than twisted sisters yes much like mustard based barbecue sauce is going to be really good oh my god that's just the hottest take i've ever heard that's disgusting i'm about to just squirt this shit into my mouth just to gross you out that's i would probably throw up on stream so <laughs> all right and then they went to flight simulator which oh my god i hate you so... what? Oh, ah. that's disgusting Oh, yeah. No, it's delicious. That's <laughs> fucking delicious. Oh, God. Ah! Uh. you right now. And then they went to Flight Simulator. Yo! We're get through this as much as you're trying to not. We're going to get through. We're going to make it through. Hey, this. you know what, Parker? I'm trying to have the Parker element here without yeah, actually Parker, having Parker here. Parker energy. Keeping it somewhat on track. I, I think I'm doing better about keeping it on track than Parker did. Parker was literally... Uh, What's his name from that Always Sunny episode? Charlie, when he does the wild card shit. That was the energy he was bringing to the table. (laughs) Uh, So then they had Flight Simulator, which looked insane. Like, that game looks fucking nuts. Uh, People say it's not a game, and I tend to agree. But the way they made it look there, amazing. Yeah, because they didn't show you the taking off or the landing or any of the shit that's the hard parts of that game. (laughs) Yeah. 
you know they just showed it, you the gorgeous vistas and the sunsets and the oceans that's a game that i think i would like watch someone stream more than i would like to play you know i would watch benny for for instance stream that game um and, and i plan that. on i plan on playing that game when it comes to xbox yeah i would i would i would watch you stream that game i think that'd be really fun as long as you're not eating mustard-based shit while you're doing it dude i could squirt that shit just on like a pile of potato chips Jeez. and eat it <laughs> uh so that we're gonna save the big banger for last but the then the conference ended with the new um arcane game the guys who brought you dishonored and pray pray one of the most underrated games of the last generation it's so good go play it uh and it was called Redfall, i think redfall Red yeah and and, and, like and a... was it phil spencer that was wearing the shirt or was it no, it was pete hines earlier pete in the hines show was wearing it and it and i looked at that and i was like that's what made me think of diablo i was like is that a diablo shirt like right. and and monster jump into the floor um but that was that was so funny that we talked about because you were like no that's i don't i can't think of the game right now and i was like it looks like it looked like a status effect from some other game like maybe destiny or something oh i know what you're talking about yeah it's definitely like it's like a bleed effect or something yes yeah yeah and i can't remember what game it's from but that's what i thought it was and then it turned out to be the logo for redfall arcane's new game which makes a lot of sense behind you know uh bethesda owns arcane and um Man, that game looked really, it was just a cinematic trailer, but the style was great. It was like this mix of like this weird uh, teenage punk aesthetic and then like super angsty, super angsty fighting uh, vampires. Vampires, yeah. Um, I thought it looked great. I want to see gameplay, but there's definitely some like cool abilities they showed that are, you know, potential. And Arcane is just a very good developer. So I would play basically anything they would make right now like I, yeah. I can't i cannot overstate how good prey is if you like bioshock or you like metroidvanias you should all play prey it is so good um, like i'm i am excited for this but there are some caveats with that because i am tired of vampires like honestly ever since twilight and what's that show on hbo fucking blood uh true blood yeah. And all those when there was like that time, like 10, like five to yeah, 10 years ago, been like 10 years, though, since Twilight and all this. I still hate it. I still hate it. <laughs> I, was, I would have been with you if this were like in the heyday of Twilight and, and True Blood. But like now I feel like Vampire's been out of the limelight for a little while. So I'm kind of like, OK, with. I'm it. hoping I'm hoping that they will they will bring me out of my judgment of vampires i'll but, say this uh, the vampires looked cool and unique in a way that yes I they did that like, that the, made me feel good the girl had abilities the guy the asian dude had abilities um the girls the 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 black girl's abilities they were awesome she not, had like not, the purple I, I was talking about the vampire. oh you're talking about the vampire yeah, like the, oh i was talking about the characters the whip thing that she put down um remember she was like trying to spike them with the whip oh yeah that looked like uh what was that square game the bouncer like no the like anime dark souls oh code vein yes it looked very code vein. it looked very code vein that was bandai namco but yes oh was it Bandai? okay yeah yeah it was bandai okay uh yeah so that uh that looked like a code vein thing it did yeah um but the, they're giving the vampires abilities to make them a little less boring than just like and also they oh, make them look weird too. They have like the big long arms and the giant hands. Very, very arcane uh, style as far as that kind of stuff goes. Um, but yes, yeah, yeah. all the characters had cool abilities. The black girl had the 
elevator oh yeah she, what did you say when she first did it you're like oh horizon, horizon. yeah and i was like uh, yeah horizon but it's like an actual elevator like you press the button yeah. and bing and like it shot up in the air that was awesome and the, uh, the the rogue character seemed to have some kind of like hawk or crow that he could send. oh yeah he was super cool um, um and i didn't i couldn't get a grasp for what the other two characters were supposed to be but it, it and looks- it's the shitty thing is like that does like it tantalizes me but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that game looks good until I see any gameplay because it's right. a new IP. Yeah. Like you can't. Like you can show me cool cinemas, cinematics, all the time. Okay. But as, if the gameplay doesn't match it, then. Well, the first time they showed Deathloop, they did. They only showed the trailer, but the gameplay style when they finally revealed that looked just like the trailer style. So I, I, I feel like Arcane has this, this kind of down to to a, a, a science at this point. Like they, their style is going to be reflected in the game itself. So that's kind yeah. of why I have confidence. I hope. Um, I hope so with this one. I, I What I wonder about this game, though, is if it's going to be like a Left 4 Dead where you play, like, are these four characters the only four characters? Or can you make a character and you, like, choose their abilities and stuff? Because it yeah. says an open world RPG that can be played with either by yourself or co-op. So that makes it sound a lot less Left 4 Dead than that because mm-hmm. Left 4 Dead is literally, like, four players each time. Like, you're always four players. I mean, you can play solo, but why would you? Uh, but you're always one of these four predetermined style of characters. And then you play through the scenarios they give you. This is supposedly an open world role-playing game. So that would be like, you know, (laughs) that would be like something more than that, right? Like you can, you can like create a character and like take him through this world or her through this world. So that seems a little different. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Well, Yeah. We'll have to wait until we see what, what it actually plays like. Um, I hope for a character creator. I do not like predetermined character. I mean, I like it in Left 4 Dead. If it's a Left 4 Dead style game, I'm fine with it. But like, as, if I'm playing a whole... Ass if RPG, the characters have their own... If the characters all have a vibe to them and like their own unique characteristics that make that character who they are, then I'm down with a predetermined character. Well, it's like Borderlands. Like, would you rather play as one of those characters or like be able to make your own? And I'd rather just be able to make my own, you know? Yeah, I'd rather... There you go. I almost knocked everything over. Well, you, you, including you, <laughs> you made it all right. Woo. Okay. Uh, hey, what else do we, is that, wait. That's it. Let's, for one. No, 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 no. We got one more, which I never would have thought that this, this would be the, be the one show. that I'm like, holy shit, I can't yeah. wait to play that. Yep. Fucking Forza Horizon five dude i'm not like i've never been a huge forza fan but good loady wody that game looked awesome it looked um insane next level from top to bottom like that's when i when i think next gen game yeah that's what the fuck i'm looking at and like oh my god like from the, the detail they- in it the, the vistas that they showed they they kept showing like uh uh just a background of like some rocks and the nice it looked like sky. a photograph <laughs> it looked like a photograph and i'm looking at from a like and that was think about a this stream. too it's a stream quality yeah. image like holy crap i cannot imagine how good and uh the the, the best part was whenever they showed like the desert and there was like all the cacti and rocks, and, you can and see I go, tra- and I go, Travis, dude, look at that cactus. And this guy, and goes, then, <laughs> thirty seconds later, the guy's like, "We've even rendered every, every needle, needle on every cactus. cactus," and I'm like, "I fucking knew it." I saw it, bro. I, <laughs> I knew I it. You and that guy had a connection in that moment. Y'all, oh, y'all yeah. felt each other. Yeah, he's uh, gonna be the guy that actually green lights mustard twins. <laughs> 
It's going to be the most high fidelity food fight you've ever seen. Oh my God. It's like salsa. High five food fight. That's the name of your game. High <laughs> five food fight. It already just rolls off the tongue. Oh yeah. That's the name of this episode, by the way. I'm going to write that down. Wait, there's got to be another group. The barbecue brothers. So the mustard no. twins and the barbecue brothers. No, 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 no. Because it's all barbecue based anyways. So barbecue brothers wouldn't make it sense. It has to be like a like a um like a side dish that wants to take over, like some fries or something. The, the slaw fuckers. sisters. The fry fuckers. <laughs> the slaw sisters. I like fry fuckers better. The fry fuckers. <laughs> That's a good fighting Because you know how fries like you're eating barbecue. What about fry? Wait, 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 wait. No, one of the enemy's chips will be the fry fighter, and it'll be like a tie fighter made out of French fries. Okay, I like it. Oh man! But what's this the faction? Go, this is going places. What's the faction called? All of them. All of them. The con- it's got to be something <laughs> with condiment or not condiments, sides. So like the superfluous sides. Or the, so the you got the you, you got the mustard twins, and these are going to be the the what is it the protagonists the league of sauces <laughs> the league of sauces and it's gonna be like the mustard mustard twins and the like the ketchup the barbecue bros and the ketchup conundrum i don't know but <laughs> but then you got you gotta have the other side and it's gonna be Vanessa. it's gonna be the uh the side pieces <laughs> we know the children at this point <laughs> All right, fry fucker. <laughs> that's, that's a great name, though. <laughs> the Slaw Sisters. That's just got to be some. That's got to be an insult that they hurl at each other. You fry fucker. Oh yeah, because nobody wants to fuck the fries. Yeah. If you fuck the fries, you're not. They're cool. just sitting there getting cold really quick. Yeah, I mean they're delicious, but you have to. You have to. They're have delicious, but yeah, and they gotta have just the right amount of salt. Just the right amount of crisp. You don't want a soggy fry. You don't want to fuck a soggy fry. You, no, not a soft fry either. It's got to be a nice hard fry. There you go. All right, back to the <laughs> back to Forza. I don't know how we keep doing this. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the cacti, the cacti, the cacti looked cacti. really good. The rocks, yeah. dude. Okay, so at one point they showed like one vista that was like uh, the side of like a rocky plateau, and then like we were. I was like, holy shit, this looks like a picture. And then you're like, they're going to do it. They're going to just loop the camera out. And then, like, sure enough, the car comes zooming through. And then the camera just from this photograph moves behind the car. And then it just, it, it was incredible how good those, those vistas looked. And they said they actually went out there and filmed, the, like, they filmed the sky for 12 hours in 12K. 12K. And, in 12k and then re rebuilt it in these in this game engine right and um holy shit you can tell dude like it looks so good i cannot wait to play that game and they got the new bronco in there that's cool like i'm i'm really not a car guy but the the ad for this game the trailer for this game and the way they talked about it I I am gonna buy this game. Yeah. Or I'm gonna play it on Game Pass. Hold Especially on. Game Pass on like the, yeah. you know, the, the the added incentive of not having to pay for it off the rip. You just download it and see if you like it. Yeah. And so like the combination. So I think uh, that was like the last the last great game from the Xbox thing, right? Yeah, I think that, that um, was the, by far the highlight of that one. Yeah. Uh, 
we should take a little break real quick and then wrap this thing up because i need yeah to. i mean um but yeah so me not real quick me not being a car guy um not being a forza guy uh forza and everything surrounding the xbox conference has made it to where <laughs> i'm buying an xbox next like and i hate that like i'm i'm not going to be able to play native playstation games with all my friends but it's just the value proposition for Game Pass and what they're bringing to the table and what they've finally shown because they've been talking about it for years. They've been buying all these, buying all these developers, and, then, and now they've finally shown it. And they're like, "Here's here's the proof. It's in the pudding. Here's the yeah. pudding, the pudding patrol." God damn it! <laughs> Fuck! I cannot. The proof is in the pudding patrol. The pudding patrol finds the proof. Oh my God, we have to not. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Everything. Oh God. But anyways, you got this million dollar just... idea floating around your head. You got to get it out there. Yeah. But anyways, I'm buying an Xbox next. I hate that I'm not going to yeah, play. I think it's hard to argue with that value for sure. Like it's definitely it's impossible to like PlayStation. Like they really they've got God of War and they've got Horizon and they've got Uncharted. But Uncharted seemingly is done. Yeah, we don't. Um, maybe there's a remake of Uncharted Four. No, Last of Us Part One coming. We don't know, but. Oh God! I, they no, that's coming. They've already announced that. Didn't no, they? they that was a rumor. They haven't fully done all that stuff yet. We'll see. Dude, they have to have more than that. They have to. Like, they're gonna be. They, Microsoft is about to fucking. They're gonna be dead in the water if they don't. Yeah. They are gonna eat PlayStation's lunch this generation if it doesn't. If nothing changes on the PlayStation side. For sure. But yeah, let's take a break. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back. We'll be back. Welcome back, Busy. everybody. Oh, yeah. wow. Come I've on. never had one of these. Have you ever had a Vizzy? I have. I, I like a lot of seltzers. Uh, yeah, Amy bought these, and uh, I didn't buy any beer this week, so I was like, I'm going to drink one of your Vizzies. <laughs> you mentioned that this was kind of like a off-the-cuff recording. We're like, you want to record? Yeah, okay, let's record. Yeah, this we need to do It's E3. We have to have, and we haven't had one. We didn't have one last week, so we've got to do this. We did um, have one last week. We just haven't. <laughs> we have two from last week actually yeah yeah but uh, no I, I will be editing and posting this tomorrow yeah. monday june 14th so be on the lookout people that are listening to this live man i wish we had some live we should do that eventually start doing this live so they can get all the raw uncut <laughs> in between stuff yeah that raw yeah. gaming and drinking that's the best gaming and drinking. This is the raw gaming and drinking. Raw All right, so awesome. in the break, in the interstitial, I should say, uh, Adam decided to bring up a memory from two years, three oh, years ago. And uh, why don't you tell us about that memory? I didn't really want to bring it up on here, but it's since really you're making me, though. it was just on my face. I, I was like, just looking at my Facebook. I was like, oh yeah, this showed up on my Facebook memories. Well, this, this kind of ties in because we're in like, you know, like, we're in the cicada season where like every seven years or is it locust? What was what the thing that happened? It's like just happened? 18 years or 27 years. Is there's it 18 like years? There's all these. So there's like a bunch of different kinds of locusts. They're the 18 year locusts. They're 27 year locusts. But the, we're currently in the 18 year locusts, right? I don't know. I don't I know. It, we're in one of like the really rare ones, but that's fucking nuts. So living in Florida and uh, throughout a lot of the Southeastern States, these occur. Um, I think it's like Florida, Louisiana, Tennessee, um, maybe Mississippi and Alabama. I'm not sure. Yeah, the deep, the deep but, south. States. Yeah, the deep south. Uh, there are these wow. grasshoppers that show up this time of year, and they are like they're called eastern lubbers. 
and they're like four inches long and they are yellow as the like stripes like, on the road oh, you don't know this kid. they look like thane from mass effect too they are insanely yellow and then they also have like these really bright red stripes and black spots and they're just really cool looking but i went and did i, I uh i went and did an estimate for a guy at his house and i showed up at his house and these things were just all over his entire house bone in like an anaconda mating ball raw dog in all <laughs> over insane. this guy's house and um, i was like yo you're everything that you like have out here vegetation wise is about to be gone okay. <laughs> and he's like yeah i know <laughs> and adam tagged me in the picture and it, it literally is it's like a orgy <laughs> there's two different couples of 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 grasshoppers fucking and they, they're just and dude, going at, just and they're staring at adam like he's a like he's interrupting something <laughs> like oh, they're I definitely just was staring at him like he's doing something wrong so i thought that was a pretty funny thing that we should we should share uh, yeah so if you're my facebook it. friend uh go check out my memories from today yeah and you'll good. see uh there, there's video there too <laughs> if you're in, if you're into that kind of thing <laughs> grasshopper sex mm -mm. listen we've already got a million dollar cartoon lined up now we've got grasshopper sex like gaming and drinking is going places right now it's so. blowing up dude it's blowing, blowing up, up big time um uh, all right so we've, we've we've done the e3 this is we should say this is the first two days of e3 um yeah we still we, got we still got tomorrow and tuesday tuesday is nintendo yeah and yeah. uh bandai namco Yep. Which I don't know what, I guess the, maybe more from Elden Ring, that would be what I would show if I were Ben. I and mean, like, who cares about Scarlet Nexus or what any of those other games? But like, it, there's still a lot to come, basically. So next next yeah. week we'll have a lot more. We'll, we'll do a whole entire wrap up. Maybe, maybe, maybe Microsoft Bethesda gets dethroned from best conference. Like, Nintendo could definitely do that if they bring some bangers. But, um, dude, if they announce, time, if they announce the Switch Pro and they Zelda Breath to. of the Wild 2, they have, they have to. Like, how, if it's going to release this holiday season, that's only like a five month because like, say you release it in November, that's a five month marketing lead up. Like, I feel like you need at least five months to do some new hardware, but it's Nintendo and they could release it tomorrow and it would be the biggest success on the planet. So really what the fuck do I know? Yeah. Breath. If dude, they, they could literally say breath in, they could come out on November 4th and say, and Hey, like, breath, breath of the, the wild's wild. coming out tomorrow. And With everyone would like, even if they didn't have money, they'd go pawn their Xbox and go buy a switch. Uh, yeah, so do you think we get Breath of the Wild too? I think so. I, I they've got to show it. I don't think that we. I, they might show like a like some vistas, some like. I don't think we get much more than we've already gotten. The real one though that I want to know about being a ginormous Metroid fan is if we get Metroid Prime Four. Uh, I don't think so. I don't it's think only so been, either. I, I, I know that they they fired their original team and then hired Retro to do it again, which thank God they did. But, but dude, they are so Nintendo is so like their own thing, Metroid, yeah. That they can they could do anything. Like it, there's no predicting them. Mario um, Galaxy three. Dude, don't you dare tease me. To like tie that. into that Rabbids game that they're doing. That would be amazing. That would. And and then what if at the end of it, that's like how like. The, the one Mario more. Galaxy, no, the Mario Galaxy Three. The end of that game is the beginning of the Mario Rapids Two. Oh God! <laughs> it uh, is about time though that we got another Mario. Like Odyssey was three years ago now at this point. Um, 
Yeah. And I feel like they released more Mario's than Zelda. So if we're getting another Zelda, we should definitely be getting another Mario. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, what, can you believe in 2016 we got Breath of the Wild and Mario? Or it was an amazing. It was an amazing year. It yeah, because it was it was March of 2017 when we got this. Well, no, 2016. We got the Switch, and then we got Mario Odyssey in like November. Like that's what that's crazy. Like yeah, March that, that year the the Switch the Switch release year. It's been a slow burn since then, but that first year was yeah. so baller. Well, they they they've had. <laughs> I feel like they've had one big game a year since then. They had two. Yeah, that but year. yeah, but like you don't beat Mario and Zelda. I don't know. You're <laughs> you're a big Smash Brothers guy, so. Yeah, but I mean, and that was a big release. I remember when Smash Bros was coming out, people were losing their minds over that. So yeah. that could be something. Like, I I guess we would probably get more DLC from Smash Brothers because they just started like like second season of DLC characters, right? Didn't no, they? they're they're this next set is like the last set. I think they've got two more fighters coming out. I think, and then that's it. But then they say the last set was the last set, like the last one with the piranha plant and all that they were like this is the only ones we're doing this year and then they were like no we're gonna do more i'm pretty sure that happened i'm I don't pretty know. sure piranha, they, piranha plant was the first, the first one i know but like that yeah. whole set of characters they were like this is gonna be it like this because the season pass was the fighters pass them. yeah the fighters pass one was only for that one because they weren't planning on doing anymore and then they were like no we're gonna do more and they showed more sword characters i remember people weren't happy about that but <laughs> They should like two more sword characters, which I thought looked dope, dope as hell. But I'm I don't play Smash Brothers, so dude, they've got uh, so many Fire Emblem characters that like they could just like make a Fire Emblem. These Smash were Brothers these game. weren't Fire Emblem, were they? They were something else. They were uh... oh god, she like transformed. It looks so cool. I was like, I don't I like that. I don't know this franchise, but I, now I want to know it. There are so um, many JRPG franchises in that game that I don't know what these characters are from uh, fire emblem is an s jrpg thank you very much but that's okay what the hell is an s jrpg strategy jrpg <laughs> <laughs> your ring light reflected in your glasses really well there <laughs> mm. you know who they're bringing in next who mustard twins god fucking <laughs> quit this he just you just heard the end of this series as a whole um okay so yeah we're not gonna do what we've been playing this week even though i will i will say i played some sam max at the road last night yeah no one's gonna know what that is if they're under the age of 30 um that's true great games but yeah it's a good game um but yeah played mass like old school adventure Um, games come to gaming drinking for all your old school adventure game uh point and click baby um but yeah, it's been Mass Effect, and we've got some questions, but I think we'll save those for for when it's not E3 coverage. Yeah. Um, we'll kind of keep it E3 for the probably next week too. Yeah, and um, if you have any questions about E3 and stuff, we've been watching E3 for a long time. You know, we've been keeping up with this stuff for a while. So uh, maybe next week we'll discuss like our favorite E3s because I I can definitely think of like two or three off the top of my head which stand out in my mind a lot. Um, yeah that, that might be that could be that could be a topic i think i think we should definitely uh do our ranking our full ranking once this is all said and done yeah, for sure um maybe maybe that square enix conference falls to the very bottom oh yeah and <laughs> also we got uh hideo kojima coming in next week for a quick talk yeah uh, he's gonna be on the live stream uh it'll yeah. be super cool super chill yeah he's yeah. gonna he's gonna talk about the director's cut and uh, yeah. tell us what those oranges mean and he's going to talk about Metal Gear Solid 5 Part 2, which everyone... So go talking. ahead and like and subscribe and uh, hit that hottest. bell. 
because there's only one way to find out about what Hideo Kojima's next game is, and that is to listen to gaming and drinking. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So gaming and drinking, we'll be back next week. I think that's a good place to cut it. What do you think? Yeah, that's good for me. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in to episode four. Four. We got uh, four of these, technically five, but four of these in the in the can now. Yeah. So um, we'll see you next week. Go ahead and, and hit us up at gaming and drinking on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, gaming and drinking at gmail.com. And yep. we will see you next week. Thank you for listening and watching. Cheers to you, everybody. Cheers. Thanks, guys. <laughs>